now launching. Now launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Hey guys, I just want to be clear. What? By discuss, he means we will read two lines from this story yeah. and then move on. Yeah. That's just so you know. Okay. What do you think it's going to be like first take? Well, you we said debate? we will discuss. No, we will not. Break we will... the salary cap for T. <laughs> I don't care. Right? I want to talk about loose meat. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> I won't miss a glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, bone. Hello, man. Jam packed. Yeah. Girthy show. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need coming up at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Boner? Uh, This week, the game is Hot Woman or Foreign Dignitary. I'm going to give you a name of a person. They are either a hot Instagram lady or a person who is running a government or highly up. Why can't it be both? Well, there is also, I will tell you, there's one. I don't know about the Instagram part, but there is a hot lady who is also in the government of a country. At least I think she's hot. So that'll be my determination there, but... One of the correct answers will be yes. So you have to remember that throughout the game. All right. How you doing over there, Teddy? Good? Doing good, Mike. Taking the day off tomorrow, aren't you? I am, but I, I have a reason tomorrow. What's, I have a doctor's what's appointment. What's the reason, Hoobastank? Oh, doctor's appointment. <laughs> doctor's appointment. Yeah. Is everything okay? You just Yeah, it's just a little checkup, you know, doing okay. a little blood work, making right, well, sure I'm still that's good. good. By yeah. the way, it's good. that's what men of our age need to do. Which is? Going every single year, get your blood drawn. Yeah, and then Even just... Even if you feel fine. Have them squirt it out like a super soaker. App. No, you have to actually get it tested. Well, yes, they test it in the okay. lab and I they just, look at it. But I'm just so saying, so you I should do that my blood. every single year. Because even if you feel fine, they may see something funky in the blood. And you can catch something quickly. Mm. Before something, it becomes a problem. Something funky in the blood. Sounds like a, like a metal band doing a crossover. Olivio Rodrigo. <laughs> your gal. Olivia. Not Olivia. Olivia, Olivia sounds like a relief pitcher. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, that's her name. Mm-hmm. She is something. Well, Ted, that's good of you to be focusing on your health, as you should. Proactive. You. you are yes. by far the healthiest person on this show, and yet you are setting a fine example for us. I got my blood drawn yesterday, and I got a shot in my ass. <laughs> you did. I don't want any uh, shots in the ass, but... Uh, so I'm not worried. <laughs> I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm like in the post... I'm in the post fear of needles phase of my life. I, I've not been afraid of them since a uh, very young age. I don't know what happened. I don't know I'm why I was... Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. I know, Teddy, you're not. I mean, it's not fun, but... Uh, you can stick me right now. Yeah, like, Bro loves ahead. it. Go yeah. ahead. Come on in right now and stick me with something. Let's go. I went and got needled work done on my arm the other day. A few months ago, got a tattoo. That's a needle. It's not going in all the way like that, but, you know, it's a lot of time with just someone poking How long you. did that tattoo take you? The one on my forearm was 90 minutes. Looks more complicated than that. Yeah. Well, it's a big needle, and they just shove all the colors in there and get it all done. My buddy Eric knows what he's doing. Got it done. Made it look nice. One trip. That was it. Maybe I'll go see Eric. Yeah, you should. I'll get something. What are you going to get? I don't know. You know, I feel like uh, earlier in my life, I wanted to embrace dark things. 
but now I think I'm all about the light. I mean, I watched <laughs> okay. the Grammys this weekend. Oh, wow, yeah, that's I've got right. a newfound respect for people like Tyla and Olivia Rodrigo. For sure, the best thing to do with a tattoo is to go on a new interest or impulse and then get that's something what I'm immediately do. tattooed on your body. That's, that's, what what I'm a, that's you know always do? a good I'm idea. I'm going to do R.I.P. Toby Keith. Oh, that's, yeah, he passed away. He did pass away. You know, I'm not a country music guy. I'm not a Toby Keith guy. You, you know a Toby Keith song here I, I there. I do, I do, yeah. You had to have heard at least one of them. You've heard Beer from My Horses, probably. Well, what's the one about the bar? I've heard that one. Uh, I love this bar. Is that yeah. What it is? I, yes. Oh, yeah. Is that I for? Yeah, I, I, I love, love this bar. bar. Isn't that the name of his? Ah, those yeah. are the name of his restaurants. His bars are called "I Love This Bar." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Stomach cancer. It's too bad. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Stomach yeah. cancer. Oh, too bad. I, I saw. I saw him. He they posted some video of him playing back in December. He was playing a show, and he looked emaciated. Very. Yeah. Thin. He's. I mean, he's been. He's a big guy. Like when he yeah, was fully tall, healthy, tall guy, tall guy but guy. also I think, yeah, I mean, wouldn't I think, be hired as an NFL head coach. Too intimidating. <laughs> right. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I think, and this is going to sound weird how I'm about to phrase this. I think I met Toby Keith. Is what, what I'm about to tell you. Think you met him? Well, many many years ago, back when I was banging, working at the Christian radio station. I people don't know this about that because it was. I've said this. It was one of the lowest paying jobs I've ever had. I worked a lot of long hours for not much, and I I didn't fully enjoy it, but had an interesting perk to that job was every year they had a conference down in Nashville that we would go to with all the other Christian broadcasters all over the country. We would go down to Nashville, which is, you know, steeped in music history and all that. Tons of our bands lived there and played there. I was going to say, that's not just the country music mecca. That's the Christian music music mecca as well. So we would go there, which is, that's very, I don't know, people who are like religious scholars, like Christian music mecca. Got it. All right. Anyway, so we go there and... The week we went, one of the years, our owners would fly us down on a private jet. Just like Jesus would do. If Jesus were alive today, he'd be flying private. (laughs) The people who owned the radio station were very successful in other ways. He's not waiting in line at TSA with your ugly ass. They had a private jet. So I flew private down there. Must be nice. Well, I've done it a couple times, but it was with them. Oh, okay. I've never done it. (laughs) Teddy, have you flown private before? No, never. All right, maybe one day, Ted, you and I can work hard enough. Okay. That Lane Aviation building you see over by the air at the airport. You just pull in like you're going to the grocery store. You carry your bags in. You walk through. You say, hello, I'm here with so-and-so. And they're like, all right, go on in. There's no TSA, PSA, anything. You just walk in. They give your bag to the guy. He throws it in the trunk, the undercarriage of the plane. You go. I did turn down an opportunity to fly private. Oh, you did? Yeah. When? Because it was with Platinum Fox and his oh, drunk buddies. <laughs> <laughs> going to a Buckeye game, and I knew yeah. that it would just be him pissing his pants with the rest of his idiot friends. Yeah, but you could have gone and then, like, seen what it was like to fly private and then say, all right, never again. You yeah, just- I'd also see what it was like to watch 52-year-old men drink too much and get flush and pass out. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I got to be the one to check us into the hotel. Please don't mind my drunk friends. Yes. So what I'm saying is this trip was a bit of a whirlwind for me back in the day. I didn't drink at this point in my life. I was very sober. I still am sober. I don't drink a lot. I'm just saying, but I didn't drink anything back then. These these people flew us down. We were there for like five days. Every night after we did our radio stuff, we would go out to concerts. They had them all over the place. Showcases is what they're called in the industry, where they put like 10 or 12 new bands you've never heard of, but the labels are going to sign or they're about to put an album out, and we'd just go watch them all night. So we're walking around. We went down in a place called Printer's Alley in uh, in Nashville, and there were little bars down this place. Guess it's a little historic, tiny street. 
We walk into this bar, and as we're like walking around, this a couple of drunk people come out. And they're like, "Toby Keith is in that bar," and we're like, uh, "Huh? No, no way." So we go in, and sure enough, there's a line of people standing there to take their picture with Toby Keith, and a, a guy who looked just like him, who was huge, was standing there getting all the attention that Toby Keith would get at this time in his career. He was not at the point yet where he would have been like, oh my gosh, you can't walk around, but he was getting there. He was on his way up. So the CMAs were in town that week too. So all these country music people were just around always just out doing stuff. So we stood in line. We didn't drink anything. We stood next to him while he just drank shots. And we took a picture next to a guy who looked and sounded just like Toby Keith. Who they said was Toby Keith. Have you seen the uh, the photos online? They circle on social media about people who think they meet famous people. Yes, yes. And then you see the photo, and it's clearly not them. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not saying that wasn't Toby I, Keith. But I agree. You were a young dude. Yeah. The power of suggestion was there. Yes. Everybody's saying, hey, this is Toby Keith. You're in what I assume to be a dimly lit environment in a bar. Yeah. I mean... It was reasonably lit for what it was, but you're right. It's still, it's not like the bright stadium lights. Sure. Does the picture exist? It has to because we to took give me the, the picture. picture. I'm I'm going to try to dig it up. This was pre cell phone camera right, days. Well, find me the picture because I guarantee it's going to be just like you and a tall <laughs> black guy <laughs> in a cowboy it hat. It was definitely a tall blonde guy with the type of hat he wore. And again, it very well could have been a Toby Keith impersonator. It for all I know. But he was getting the treatment that a Toby Keith would have gotten at that time is what I'm saying. All right. So I don't uh, know. Other big news. Creed is uh, going out on a big tour. Uh, yes, I got, they are. I got everybody sending me messages on this. And apparently well, they're making a stop in, in Cleveland. I don't know why they don't come down here. Well, they, they're going to make my ass go all the way up there. We should go. We should take the show on the road. When is this happening? What, what are we talking? I don't know. You, you were favoriting this. All right. What does it say? It's uh, they're doing three doors down. Oh, three doors Creed. down. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? Yeah, let's go. When is this? I like how all the times he sings Creed and he's like so into it. And I'm just like, uh, Creed, I'm actually up for this. I would go with you to go see Creed. Well, t- tickets go on sale Friday. Oh, you know what right. I like about this? What's that? Prices start at thirty nine fifty. That is. Let me tell yes, you something. Yes, that's I can't, right. I can't go to Shake Shack with my family and get out of there for thirty nine fifty. And I'm sure right. these are bleeder tickets for thirty nine fifty. So what? But for all the price gouging we have with concerts now, yeah, they could probably charge more than that. My now guys. I will prepare you if you are someone who's not bought a concert ticket in a while. Uh, it can go a little sideways real quick with these, where you're like, with it's the fees. A, well, not just that. I'm saying if this is popular enough that people all think this is going to sell out and the, the ticket broker people get in there, you got it. I don't know. Again, like the Taylor Swift stuff has got me burned on anything because I watched my wife trying to get Taylor Swift tickets multiple right, times. Well, I don't, I don't think. Look, people are excited to see Creed. I'm excited to see Creed. It's not Taylor Swift. The, There's uh, not going to be any lotteries. It's the, the other guy that's with them. It's that Mammoth WVH. Isn't that... What's... Oh. I thought you said it was Three Doors Down. Yeah, there's a, but they have more than two bands. Oh, okay, all right. The third one is... Yeah, it's Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, all right. Let me that's, who's, that's who's going out as the, the third act on this. By the way, this concert is uh, Friday, November 22nd. Oh. So the, the week before Thanksgiving. 
Let's do it. Let's go up there. Let's do the show there. We're going to do the show there. Yeah, do the show there. And I mean, people up there, we may know some of the people up there. People will know who we are, but we're, then we'll go to Creed. You, me, and Ted. Ted can go, too. We'll have someone back here run the board. Ted, you come with us. McNeil says we can use his studio. He's got a studio up in Cleveland. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's bleep yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, bleep yeah! I'm just saying. Are you going too, Teddy? You're, you gotta you're come so too. excited for Creed all the time. They're <laughs> yes. finally they're, right, they're Teddy's got to come. They're yes. playing. Teddy's got to come. As long as Teddy's coming, I'm going. I'm I'll going. You, yeah. I'll tell you, come what. and go, Teddy. I'm coming. You're coming. I'm going. You know, you know, I'm not the biggest Creed fan in the world, but when those opening riffs to "What If" start playing, "What If," "What If," yeah, I'm in. Let's go. I think you're more excited about this than me because you have to actually go somewhere, and I'm He's, excited to see it happen. <laughs> This is going to be fun for me to watch you out in public. Uh, we got a must win tonight, kids. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make a declaration about tonight's game. Oh Coming boy. up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for a disabled semi blocking the southbound 71 on-ramp from 5th Avenue, and that's on the north side. And we have disabled vehicles on both shoulders of northbound 270 East Outer Belt near I-70. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax re- refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout Jackson Who Yeah from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, you'll get your money back, plus 100 bucks. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The Dumb is Strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. All right, listen to me. Yeah. Tonight, Buckeyes are hosting Indiana. Live coverage starts at 6. It is the 200th all-time meeting between these two schools. Wow. Indiana leads the all-time series. I don't know the number, but they lead. I'm guessing it's a it's a decent. I don't know. It, this is this this was at one point a great rivalry in Big Ten basketball. It it should be a great rivalry in Big Ten basketball that should have implications for who wins the conference every year. That has not been the case the last few years. Well, I have talked about this with you, and people have given me crap for it. To me, the the biggest team that I hated. Coming in here every single year was not Michigan for basketball. It was Indiana basketball. Right. Obviously, it's Michigan for football. But when Indiana would come to town, the Candy Stripers can't stand them. And it was because I was jealous, of course. Yeah. Because for the majority of my life, they have been the better basketball school and the better basketball team. Right? Let me tell you something, though. As down as I've been on Ohio State basketball, you take it to the bank, they win this game tonight. Take really? it to the bank. Really? Yes. Why? Why? Because they're back at home in front of the raucous crowd <laughs> that will be there. Okay. Yeah. Also, Indiana's lost four or five. Yeah. They are not a tournament team. No. They. Go ahead. Just keep laying on there all the reasons the Buckeyes will win this one. Chris Holtman to- and this squad is desperate. That's why. They're desperate um, for a win. Sure. And they're going to get it tonight. If they don't get it tonight, hear me and hear me good. Oh, oh boy. What's this going to be? Chris Holtman should be fired tomorrow. What are we talking about? He should have been fired. I understand a month that. Ago. I understand, but you know what? 
I, I've said he been fired it doesn't last make year. a difference to do it during the season. Had an extension. Wait till the off season. Ugh. Wait till Bjork comes in and he can do his thing. No, if he loses this game tonight in front of the seven people that care, with the most pathetic student cheering section in the world. Yeah, right. By the way, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that the PSA holders who paid a bunch of money down there. And again, not my type of people because they're probably sitting there like it's their couch and knitting and reading Cat Fancy. But I like how they all had to move so the most pathetic student cheering section in the world well, can be down there. I mean, I don't blame the students at all for that. I blame the basketball team. That's how that's how college works, man. Like your student section will be I like I have no patience for anyone who blames the shot for the problem on the basketball court. The basketball court, that product well, is course. pathetic. I know anything surrounding know. that is window dressing. Now, if you want to talk about Gene Smith and everybody over there that has defended that arena as like tenable for the future, we can have that discussion all day. We can talk about the cat fancies of the world who sit there and knit and don't really care about the game. But as far as the passion in the arena, what are they supposed to be passionate about? What are they supposed to get up for? They watched a guy double dribble the game away last time they played on the road. So now they're supposed to come in here and go, yeah, no, let's beat this Indiana team. It's the opposite. There should be a secret password to get into the game tonight. (laughs) And it's not go bucks. (laughs) You look someone dead in the eye and you say, what's the password? Mm. And if some old broad comes up to you and says, go bucks. No, you turn her away. The password words yeah. is, I hate this team. And then you're allowed to come in. That's right. You're allowed to come in. Yeah. I, I You know what? Then I'm with you on that. I We can agree on that. Hi. By, by the way. Welcome to the game. Do you hate this team? Yes? Okay, come on in. And here's a concession for a free beer. I see why you're looking at this Indiana game as they could win this one, given that they played Indiana close on the road. They have to win this. But have to for they what? They have to. Have to for, for pride what? and respect. And if you can't beat this Indiana team at home, who are you beating? Dude. Who wh- who are you beating on the schedule? Okay. I agree with you. I no, you what don't. You're, you're arguing with me. No. From this standpoint, I agree with you. The home games you have had since you've basically gone on this epic January ride that we're all used to now around here. The only home games you had this year in, in 2023 were you had Wisconsin at home. They're one of the best teams in the conference, one of the best teams in the country. You lost that one. Understood. You played Penn state at home on kids day and everybody had a great time and you smoked them mostly because of a first half where you had like 20 to nothing to start out. And then that was it. Well, and because you wanted to avenge the, the loss from <laughs> yeah. Penn state earlier sure, in the season, sure. Which okay. they have with Indiana. Right. They lost to him. And then the only other game they've played at Holmes in this stretch has been Illinois, which is, again, best team in the conference, one of the best teams in college basketball. So so these are not the best team in the conference. Sorry, Purdue exists, but you get what I'm saying. One of the best teams in the conference. Top 10 team. Yeah. So the only games you've had, the only game you got at home in this calendar year of 2024 has been Penn State. The other two were teams that were way out of your league as far as talent. Indiana is not one of those type of teams so you're right you should be able to win it how many times have we said you should be able to win this game tonight Buckeyes got to do it and then they don't I'm saying they're going to tonight I hope they get to the bank but I I'll I'll tell you this I have no patience because I keep reading these articles talking about the game and everybody's oh hey this isn't really this is a quad three but they can't have a quad another quad three loss on their schedule because that's terrible for that 
The tournament is a pipe dream oh, at this it's, point. It's gone. No, this is this it's is gone. to save face. Right. This, this is, is not all about this the tournament. Is right now. This is not you need this for your postseason resume. It's not an ad. No. You need this because you're a human breathing person and you play basketball and the team coming in sucks. Yeah. That's you, why you need it. You beat Indiana tonight, Buckeye basketball team. You beat Maryland at home coming up on Saturday or Sunday, whatever that is. Then we can have a conversation. You're going to go on the road to Wisconsin. Good luck. But we could have a conversation that if you suddenly pulled off three in a row, then we've got some momentum. Then things have changed. And then you play Purdue anyway. So it's all going to go away. My point is this, though. This Buckeye basketball team is soft inside. They do not play well inside the paint. They are not good really anywhere defensively, but they are not good under the basket. And tonight you are playing one of the teams in college basketball that does not shoot the three at all. Because they've got dudes underneath the basket that can destroy you. Not like good team destroy you, but could destroy this Buckeye basketball team on the interior. So that's my problem with this game is Ohio State is not talented enough or maybe they're talented enough. They're not coached well enough to play against a team like this under the basket. So if Indiana can miss bunnies left and right and we can get rebounds, then we got a shot. Hey, how about this? Front row, upper tank tonight. Oh yeah, three hundred okay. level. Which actually right. is a is a good place to watch Great basketball vantage game. point. Yeah, front row, three hundred level, pretty good. Seven bucks. There you go. On on vivid seats, seven bucks. That's right. Use promo code Common Man. Don't because <laughs> they don't pay me any money, and I have no affiliation with them. I understand. Yeah, I got it. Promo code Chris Holtman sucks. Look, I I, I would like to believe what you're selling right now on this, but you believe me or don't believe me. I'm just telling you. I'll go down there and fire myself tomorrow. They're not gonna. I don't. They're not gonna do anything about it if they lose this game. I, Gene's not doing anything. If he was going to, he would have listen, done it long ago. Listen to the post game show tonight. If they lose a the game, you listen here on the fan, okay? Because you'll hear Skip Mossick or Paul Keel say, "Let's send it down to the post game press conference." That's, that's what Paul Keel sounds like. Hey, everybody, how's well, it that's, going? that's my skip. Hello. Like, what are we doing? That's my skip voice. Oh, okay, and then you'll hear me down there screaming. Oh, will you at the Holt Man? Great. I will get up off the couch. Dust off my credential, put pants on, go well, down there. Fine. Then you know what? That's fine. And then if that doesn't happen tomorrow, he's not. If they lose this game and he's not fired, then we have to then go to the AD who is responsible for this whole mess and say, I'm going to fire now everybody. I, now I'm screaming at you. By, I'll stop by Gene's office and fire him too. <laughs> well, he's leaving. I don't yeah. care. Will you leave now? Is Bjork on the way? Fine, he'll be with me. You just walk in. Bjork, with a, sit oh. down. It's your office now. Just start have a boombox playing. It's going. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the captain yeah, now. Yeah. Captain Phillips. Yeah, there you sit go. Sit here. It's your ship. 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, we had an attack in Vegas last night. That doesn't sound good because we actually have had attacks in Vegas. Um, there was kind of an attack. This is a silly story. It's, just it's, in case it's you're silly. worried, it's a silly story. We uh, concert sniper. No, none no, of that. No, 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 none no, of that. No, no, no. Silly story. Silly story. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's a few slow spots out there. Eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315 has a couple minute delay, as well as northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. And watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane on northbound 71 ramp to Cook Road on the north side. 
This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who served. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veteran health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Right, I'm very concerned about, or concerned, confused about something. Okay. You have to ahead. help me. I'll do my best. So I'm seeing these tweets. People I follow are retweeting this into my feed. Hmm. And it is MLB the show. I gave up playing video games a long time ago, but that was a game that I used to play. MLB the show. Yeah. And I'm seeing like artwork for the show 24 Negro Leagues edition. Huh? Right, like it's Negro League edition. Okay. And so I like clicking on it, like, is this really a Negro League baseball game? Because that's awesome. Okay. If it is. And so then I'm like clicking on it, and it looks like it's just like the regular, the show 24 video game, but you could also get this. Maybe it's like a limited edition physical steel book, and it says no disc included. So is it not. A Negro League game? Well, I mean, I don't know how long it's been since you fired up the old gaming systems these days, but a lot of them, they're all, you're online. So I, like a lot of times you don't buy the actual disc. Some people do. And if you have the disc, it makes it load a little quicker. I don't know what the hell's going on. But what I'm saying is you can add, you know, if you've got, I know they can add in certain, like when, when there's updates to the rosters, let's say at the trade deadline, they might send out an update that you can get where you can update the the players. All right. right. Here's, here's my right question, team. though. So maybe it's like there's an update where you can say you can add in now this version of the game for an extra fee. Somebody or who know. knows something about this, because clearly time has passed me by. Sure. When it comes to video games. But I just want to know, can I play Negro League players in old Negro League parks? That's well, that what be, I want to know. That would be pretty cool if you could. Because I, I may go back to video games at least to try this out. Yeah. Well, that would be awesome if it if that's the case. And as we've talked about, I mean, there were it's obviously horrible that there were so many guys who ended up now they've started to honor a few of these players in the Hall of Fame. But it's it's unfortunate that we'll never know what some of the greatest baseball players of all time could have done against, you know, full competition. No, of, there. of course not. Yes. But, but yeah, I mean, it's it's great that there are ways to honor the Negro Leagues and, and hopefully be able to show a little bit more to the current generation of people who may not be aware of that. Hey, here's the history. You know, it's it's fading well, away hit, a little bit, but yes, they have some of the history at Cooperstown. But if you go to Kansas City, where the Negro League Museum is, yes, it is a tremendous visit. I enjoy it very much. The curator of the museum is a dude by the name of Bob Kendrick, not the guy who does news on your TV locally here. That's a different Bob. That's Kendrick, a different who Bob seems very Kendrick nice. Entirely. Seems like a nice man, but he's a very personable guy. And if you you're going to hold me to this. But I, I guarantee, I don't guarantee it. That's don't wrong. Get, okay. What are we saying? I find it highly probable that if you email Bob Kendrick and say, <laughs> I am coming to the museum on this day, he will meet you out there. Really? He will probably, if he's in the office that day, if he's at the museum that day, he will come down, say hello, and answer your questions. Well, that's cool. That's what type of guy he is. Yeah, I, I just, I hope that that, I hope that there's more and more ways for people to find out about the Negro Leagues and about you know, some of the great history that's there. My parents, when I was a kid, got me a book about Jackie Robinson. And I, 
I have to find this book. I'm sure we have it somewhere. But in that book, they mentioned, I had stories about, uh, was it Cool Papa Bell, who was mm-hmm. one of the guys who was like super fast, I want to say, that could, the, the story, I remember reading a story as a kid about him, the the thing that people said about him was he could turn the light off and hit the, he could be in bed before the light went off in the room. He could flip the switch and get in bed before that. But also like, just you had tons of great players that, you know, Satchel Page that was just pitching for the pitching for Cleveland at I, I think like at the age of forty five. Because by the time he got to actually get into Major League Baseball, it was well past his prime, but he could still hang in Major League Baseball. That's how good he was. Mm, what was I gonna say to you? I don't know. Something. Did you find anything out about the game? About the video game? No. Teddy can look for me. Oh, I did want oh, here's what I wanted to say. Uh they're actually gonna have some direct flights. From here to Kansas City, starting in the spring. And we've never had it before. Okay. From here to Kansas City. So what you should do is take a long weekend, go to Kansas City, go to a museum, and then go eat some barbecue. Kansas Kansas City is a sneaky, nice town. I've heard. I've never been, but I've heard great things. It has the most fountains of any city in America. Well, Look it up. It's I know that. A lot of I, fountains. I do know that. I also know it's one of the few places in America where I could go reasonably watch a NASCAR race and a Major League Soccer game and not have to leave the same parking lot because I think they're all like right next to each other. <laughs> Their fields are like right there. The field and the track are right next to each other. All right, so Super Bowl in Vegas. That means, of course, all the, the players playing in the game are in Vegas, but other players come in you know, who aren't playing in the game just to be around. They have corporate sponsors. They're selling things. Anthony Rothman and Matty Ice will be there starting tomorrow. Yes. There was a situation, though, with one former former or current NFL player. It does not say. So all I have on this is that there's an account called Las Vegas Locally where they, uh, they tweeted out that an NFL player in town for the Super Bowl was attacked by a coyote last night at Lake Las Vegas, according to a source. And then there's no further reporting on this, but people, of course, have run with this and said, we got to find out who it is. I want to know, and I, I'm I'm quite sure if that happened, we will find out. It may be that this is a made-up story, but like I saw a buddy of mine, Don Delco, who used to work here, he made the spot-on observation, which is, if that happened, it would be a Browns player that that happened to. Like, that is just, that is 100% the way the Browns offseason would start. It's like, all right, here we go, and someone's been attacked by a Cody, and it's one of your best players, and the season's over. Like, that just, that fits so well, but... Yeah, don't pet the wildlife. This just in Vegas, while it is glitz and glam and all that, it is out in the desert, and there's lots of animals that live not far from the edges of that city, and I'm quite sure you can run into them on a given day. So maybe it was a phoenix coyote. Oh. What <laughs> what that attacked him. That that'd be good. Maybe they got in a fight over a woman. Would it be an Arizona coyote? No. Uh yes, they That's changed right. the name. Arizona coyote. And they'll change it again when they move. <laughs> That's right. To Cincinnati. No, they're not moving. Remember, Gary Bedman said they're not moving. We're, we want to expand, maybe, but we haven't talked about expansion. But if we do expand, we've got I, I cities that are interested I, Look, in. I don't know how the NHL Board of Governors, they're not sitting down, they're not exchanging emails on a daily basis about, number one, what a terrible job Yarmo does. Number two, how you have an NHL team playing in a 5,200-seat capacity arena where you are the second tenant and nothing on paper saying, oh, and it's because we're building this. Right. You have no you have no solid leads no, on you, a new you have, stadium. No, you have nothing. And I keep hearing, well, they're getting close. Something may happen. You have nothing concrete. Nothing. This is the second season they've been playing in that situation, too. I mean, 
I, I'm guessing the reason that some of the NHL owners have not done more about this is because there's this loser mentality around billionaires because a lot of them are just the failed children of other people who got rich with like one great idea in their life. But these failed children walk around going, well, what if it happens to me? I don't I don't want anybody to take my team away or force me to sell the team if I can't build my own stadium. And here's my answer to that. Don't suck. Don't be the Coyotes. Don't be that bad. And if you are that bad, shouldn't you want to say, you know what? I guess it didn't work out. I guess I'll just have to sell this thing for all the more money that I could possibly imagine. Yeah, don't because, worry. Like you're, you're don't make still, a profit. If they do have to sell and move the team somewhere, either the owners will move it and they'll get a new city to pony up all the cash for their arena that they'll reap the benefits from, or they'll sell it to someone for eight times what the old man bought it for, and then they'll cash in. So, yeah, I... You'll be fine. Don't treat this any other way than saying Coyote's not good enough. You got to either sell this team or fix your stadium situation. One of the two. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an overturned vehicle if you need to travel on Morse Road near Chessford Road. And we also have an accident on the right shoulder of eastbound 70 on the west side at 315 causing slowdowns. This report is sponsored by Robert Half. Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. Robert Half is here to help. Their recruiting professionals use proprietary AI to connect businesses with highly skilled talent. At Robert Half, they know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I just saw Jim Ursay tweet out, on the mend. Grateful for all the messages of love and support. Yeah, and a little heart emoji. Did anybody ask Roger Goodell in his invite-only press conference yesterday about Jim Ursay? I, I, you know what? If it was there, I did not like, see it. Like, hey, you've got an owner that it looks like OD'd on some sort of opiate, and he's been in the hospital for the better part of six weeks. Any comment? Well, I think it's fair to ask these questions. If you're not aware, so the Colts on January 9th released a statement saying Ursay was undergoing treatment for a severe respiratory illness. He was hospitalized, but it wasn't clear if he's been released or not. Uh, December 8th, apparently, is when authorities arrived at his house and found him unresponsive. And then to revive him, they gave him a dose of Narcan, which is a medication that's used to reverse the effects of an opioid overdose. Jim Irsay himself has said he has been to rehab for an addiction to painkillers, in his words, at least 15 times. Addiction is real. It is a problem. It is something that I, I don't envy anyone who has to deal with that. Just like if I don't, I don't envy you if you have to deal with cancer. It's an illness. I understand that. I also think it is worth discussing whether or not someone is capable of running an NFL franchise given that issue, right? Yes. I think that's... That at least has to be taken into account. So, I'm just curious to see if anybody asked him about it yeah. or what Roger Goodell it's, had I'm to say. I'm just saying, if someone did, it's not poor form for a reporter covering the NFL to ask the commissioner of the league, hey, what's the latest on the owner that may have had an overdose and you've said nothing about would this you, for would a you, month? Would you ask if it were a head coach? Absolutely you would. you would. You would ask if it were any, if it was a GM, if it was a player, if it was anyone, you would ask this Jim question. Jim Irsay is heavily involved in football decisions, 
with the Indianapolis Colts. He is one of your most vocal owners. Right. Even if he wasn't, the question is still valid. Also, ask Roger Dell if he's ever met the McConnell family. (laughs) Or where they are. Because we can't find it. Maybe Goodell knows. Are they are they yeah, what's going on there? We have no idea. Inside the NFL, let's do it. Common man and T Bones inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. Bone. Well, uh, you're not going to be surprised. Andy Reid was asked about whether or not he would be coaching the Chiefs this time next year. Not maybe this time next year, but next year. Will he be back in 2024? And, of course, he does have another game on the schedule, so I think that's probably going to taint anything he's about to say there. But his answer to that was... My mom and dad told me this when they were working. They said, you'll know when it's time and I'm ready and I'm ready to go right now. Let's go. That's what they would tell me when I was young. It was I was an inquisitive kid, so that's the way I look at it. Sometimes you're going sometime you're going to know when it's time. Today's not that day. Obviously it's not because you're about to coach in the Super Bowl. But anyway, there are questions about whether or not Andy Reid will want to come back next year and do this. I think there's a pretty good chance he would come back to either way, whether they win or lose, I would think he would probably consider coming back, but it's not known at this point what he's going to do. Uh, the owner of the team, the Chiefs chairman, Clark Hunt, said, quote, I don't have a sense for what he's thinking. I don't. I do know he's really engaged and enjoying it. I have no sense that he's going to be ready to retire in the near future. But in terms of how long it goes, I don't know. So there's a little bit of uncertainty there. Something to keep an eye on after the Super Bowl. Of course, we know where he'll be this Sunday. He'll be there on the sidelines like a lot of us will be watching it. Uh, Dolphins are hiring ex-Packers defensive coordinator Joe Barry to their staff. Uh, apparently, this is going to be a situation where he'll be joining their coaching staff, but it's not exactly clear as to what he's going to do. Maybe they're going to get him in the building and find out what his football knowledge mm-hmm. is, Mike. Like football information. Football information, I'm sorry. Uh, he does have experience coaching linebackers, so that may be part of the role that he assumes there uh, in Green or in uh, Miami. rather. Uh, meanwhile, the... No, I can't do that one because we have that on the show on the show sheet later. Oh, my I'm bad. Sorry. I meant to no, I meant to click off of it and I clicked the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, did you see how many fans showed up to that NFL opening press conference thing last night that they had no. with all the media day stuff? I mean, media day is today, but they kicked off all the stuff yesterday with the players walking through the field for opening night. Uh, lots of guys answered questions. Blah blah blah. Twenty three thousand people sat inside uh, Allegiant Field watching just the players milling around and talking and doing nothing really, athletically or otherwise, but speaking to the fans, speaking to the media, all that stuff. So there you go. 23,000 people came through to watch that. Let them live. The NFL can print money. Uh, Meanwhile, Cliff Kingsbury is uh, apparently headed to the Washington Commanders. There is a report out there saying that one of the reasons that they ended up using him as or getting him to be the offensive coordinator is because he was wooed Woo! by commander's uh, part owner magic johnson apparently he has a relationship and they thought it would be tough to get cliff kingsbury i'm not sure why but in either case this was thought that magic johnson could help he's a limited partner with the commander's ownership group he stepped in and was the one who pulled Kingsbury back as he was negotiating with Las Vegas to go be a coach there. Instead, now he is coming to Washington. What we know is he will suck. No, we don't know that. But I just, I, I'm not high on Cliff Kingsbury myself. Uh, the Patriots, meanwhile, they're hiring former Giants head coach Ben McAdoo as offensive assistant coach. McAdoo 
Is he one of the guys that came from the Belichick tree? Am I wrong? I, I feel like that was a thing. I, I could. Know. I don't know. I don't know, Craig. Who cares? Anyway, whatever. He was out of the NFL for three years. He returned in 2020 as the quarterback's coach for the Jags and a consultant for the Cowboys in 2021. Last NFL job was offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers in 2022 when the Panthers were 20th in points per game and 29th in yards per game. So, yikes. And yes, McAdoo apparently was the tight ends coach, quarterback's coach for Green Bay from 2006 to 2013. And uh, Alex Van Pelt was on the coaching staff there as running backs coach. Anyway, there's a connection. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't appear like do. he was a Belichick guy, though. No, no. Okay, no. It's 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 the uh, who's the guy Wolf that ran the Packers? Ron for, Wolf. Yes, but then there's was there a son? It's not Ron Wolf. Whatever. I think that guy is now with the Packers front office. There's that part of it too. I think it's Scott Wolf. Party you know, five. <laughs> That's right. Wolf it's Blitzer. Teen Wolf. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, you know what? Who cares? Yep. Finally, who cares? Nothing. Is right. Thank finally, you. Finally, nothing. That's all I got. Not fading. No, fade it. Oh, God, why? Harsh. Ted, remember all the times he yelled at you for not being quick enough on the board, and now it's just... No, I'm so quick. It's just, I'm not even fading anymore. I'm so just, quick. Oh, yeah. I ain't got time to fade. You want to vomit. Uh, how much money will Americans gamble on the Super Bowl? I'm going to tell you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to find some slow-moving traffic downtown on eastbound 70 between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. And still that disabled vehicle blocking the right lane on the northbound 71 ramp to Cook Road, and that's on the north side. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Let Express Employment Professionals help you hire for contract or full-time jobs. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviews with unqualified applicants. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the podcast of this show. Get it wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends. Care, heating, and cooling. Care. Care. Mm-hmm. Heating and cooling. Uh, rapid fire. Yeah. Coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Today we are doing Hot Lady or Foreign Dignitary yeah. or Yes. Yes. One of them, it may, 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 be, may be both. Buckeyes are hosting Indiana tonight. I guarantee victory. If not, I will personally go down to the shot and fire Chris Holtman. All right. Live coverage starts at 6. This game is on Peacock. Mm-hmm. So it will suck on TV. Make sure you listen oh, here on I, the fan. I hope we get Jack Collinsworth again. Right, again I hope I, that what's his who was who was with him last time. Was oh, it, uh, I forget who was uh, it. Teddy? Was it Stephen Bardo? Yes, yes, yes Stephen Bardo. Right. I hope he comes in and lectures the fans again. That's the problem with this team. <laughs> the fans. That's my biggest pet peeve. Is when again between that and like Big Ten coaches who are Hall of Famers or even not, but they're close. Those guys being like, hey. You don't know how good Chris Holtman is. Do I? Do I not know? I guess I've just, I just stupid me looking at the last 
three Januaries where this team has won like a combined five games in three Januaries in the Big Ten. No, I guess I'm stupid. I guess we're we're all just dumb and we can't see how great of a coach he is despite him getting his roster, getting his transfers, getting his top 50 class recruits, all that stuff, and then doing nothing with them once they get here. That I guess we're all stupid then. We are all stupid, but for different reasons. This Indiana team is not any good. They've lost four or five. This is not a tournament team. They've already beaten you once in their place. You return the favor tonight. Buckeyes win. Take it to the bank. If uh, not, I go down there and fire everybody. Okay. Uh, Indiana is, I think, sixth fewest attempts from three-point land in, in the NCAA, which I'll remind you has over, again, Division One has over like 300 schools. Uh, I think they're going to bang it inside, and the Buckeyes are going to wilt down the stretch. No. Underneath the basket, getting foul trouble, and uh, they win. Indiana, uh, Indiana wins. No, stop it. I'm just telling You're you. You're fired now. Okay. Two-thirds of American adults are living in jurisdictions with legal sports betting. And the experts are saying Americans are expected to bet $23.1 billion on the Super Bowl. Good Lord. 26% of the adult Good population Lord. are expected to bet on the game. So that, of course, is an all-time high. This was a survey of 2,200 adults. You imagine once they get that rolling in Texas. I don't think it's legal in Texas yet. It's but not. Just imagine when Mattress Mac doesn't have to fly on a jet to go make these bets. He can just sit there on his phone and place them right there. He'll be he'll be in hog heaven. Uh, you know, everybody thought, too, that once you started to open up sports gambling other places, that the sports gambling business in Nevada, in Vegas, would decline. And they're actually seeing an uptick. That's interesting. Now that every it's been legalized everywhere else. Well, because it's just people have gotten used to it. And yeah. it's it's not this taboo thing anymore where it's, oh, I got to call my bookie. What is that? The mob's going to come over? No. And so they get more comfortable. And so they go to Vegas, too. Sure. And they put down money. They don't just stay home and put down money. They go to Vegas and put down money. Right. And I'm sure for a lot of people who have maybe only bet on their app, Right? Maybe they've never stepped inside of a sports book. You go to Vegas, then you say, Oh, I could I could do this here now. I've heard about it. Now I'm gonna and, and you know the terms a little bit. You know what it means when a team is like, you know, favored by six or seven points in a college basketball game or whatever. Like you just Yeah, maybe it's not as intimidating to you. Yeah, you see all the numbers and they make sense to you now as opposed to before, maybe you didn't know. That's that's interesting. I, I was I wasn't a guy who bet very often. I mean when it was what were these places like overseas in china yeah most I remember. of the stuff was and there then, was uh for a while there was bodog or bovada right i think was one of the ones that i a think lot of i did used. like the bovada and like i said well how do i get my money out of here oh yeah and you it's a pain in the ass i remember uh one of our former employees who will be not named i it wasn't scotty vegas that i'm talking about someone else i i definitely know did this where they got a check from somewhere in china that came from one of these offshore accounts they had won some money they get the check and the guy made his wife take the check in to get it cashed he's like well if i get arrested i mean i can't be arrested you go in you go see what happens and then i guess just run out of there if they start to arrest you i don't know what the plan was but he sent his wife in to go do it and he thought that would be a better plan somehow i don't know but it got cashed i guess he got the money all right but to each their own i'm just saying 
it is much easier now to go and gamble and use the apps or go to places like we have here in Columbus, you know the where, Hollywood Casino you know Sportsbook. Bone and I do all our banging? Yeah. All our, do, all our gambling? That too. Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sportsbook. Maybe you're saying, I can't get to Vegas, Good but news. I want Vegas action. It's in town, baby. And you can walk right in just like a Vegas sportsbook. It's even better because it's here. That's right. Tell them Common Man and T-Bone sent you and you'll get $50 off your next parlay. No, you won't. There's not, it's not true at all. Don't do that. That's not a thing. They'll look at you and go, I don't know what that means. Not allowed to You're authorize right. don't, that. Don't do that. Yeah. But they do have wonderful food and drinks. They and do. And 12,000 square feet. That's of right. Gaming Sports and viewing book, pleasure for gaming you. Gaming action. That. Yeah. Loose women and men. I just want to be clear, Must too. Must be 21 or older gambling problem called one Aaron Gambler. You can definitely go into Hollywood Casino Columbus, place your wagers, take your betting slip, and then like go over to play some of the other games they have. You like or you can go play the, eat in the restaurant. Yeah, eat in the there. restaurant, go to the blackjack tables. I I like to stay around where the TVs are to watch all these games, but maybe you're a nervous Nelly. Mm-hmm. You you place your wager and then you start sweating and you can't deal with it. Then you could go play something else. I'm just saying you could go play blackjack or poker or whatever else you want to do. Play the slots. And, and if then there, if there's a man uh sitting there screaming at the TVs while sweating profusely sweating profusely and rubbing his nipples please say hi Scotty Vegas yes. nice nice to meet you in person that's right you may have to look on the floor where he is curled up in the fetal position sometimes after big college basketball parlay losses um Blackhawks and Blues will play at Wrigley Field in 2025 oh thank god all right i'm thank gonna god suspend my little moratorium on blue jackets conversation for like 2 seconds okay so, if you're saying, haven't they already had a Winter Classic at Wrigley Field? Yes, they have. This is the second time they've done it. Mm-hmm. They have started to repeat venues now. We've seen that. Well, I mean, they did that with, they've done it at Fenway multiple times, yeah. I feel like, haven't you're they? Right. right? I mean, I, this is this is a thing. This is going to keep happening. I'm not surprised by that. No, I just, uh, I'm so frustrated. I'm so tired. And I'm not going to pound the pavement. I'm not going to do the job of the Blue Jackets and make phone calls and call the NHL and sick the fans on the NHL and none of that. Cause I don't, I don't care whose fault it is now. I don't care if it's blue jackets ownership. I don't care if it's the NHL. I don't care if it's Ohio state because they can't get plumbing situation. You know what I also find interesting? You got a hundred year old baseball stadium that just opens up on January 1st. Yeah. And somehow the pipes don't freeze. I, I'm just That's shocked wild. by that. I'm well, shocked. Mike, you know what they call baseball, though. It's always been known. They they call the teams the, the boys of winter. Yes. Because they play all these games in the... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Boys of summer. Those places are made for, like, summertime crowds, yet somehow they could get the pipes ready for a game just, in the middle accept, of winter. We accept the, the stupid explanations we've had all these years. Oh, we can't go gra- grow grass because we're below the water table. Well, it turns out you don't need that. Yeah. Technology exists. You can grow grass. You choose not to. Oh, we can't winterize the pipes because uh, somehow Wrigley Field has figured out a way to do this. Fenway yeah. Park has figured yeah. out a way to do this. Now, let's be clear. There are multiple villains in this story. One of them is clearly the NHL and Gary Bettman for not seeing right. the I'm light. saying I don't care like, whose fault it is well, at this point. I, I, I do a little bit. Here's why. Because, one, the NHL's job should be to make every franchise seem as valuable as possible and seem as interesting as possible and expose them to as many of their hockey audience as they possibly can. However, the NHL's job is also to keep their TV partners happy because if that money rolls in, everybody wins. So 
while I blame the NHL for not making it more of a priority to get Columbus a game, there are only three teams now that have not played in one of these winter classics. Florida has not played in one. Arizona has not played in one. And Columbus has not played in one. Florida, number one, has had one of the worst attendances up until the last couple of years in the NHL in all of its history. But that's atrocious. They should have done something for Florida at this point. At least put them with a cold weather team or something. Give them a chance to play in one of these games, even if it's not at home. I understand if you can't do that. Arizona, there's no explanation needed there. They don't have a real stadium. So until they get that sorted out, they're not in the discussion for this. And then you have the Jackets who are selling out despite abysmal history of losing for this franchise for 20 plus years, an absentee owner, a clueless front office and team president who's non-existent. The, all, all of that combined, you still have 18,000 people going there and the NHL can't figure that out. That's on them. But I am sick and tired of hearing about, well, Ohio Stadium, if they could get that. The Jackets skate on this all the time. It should be on Mike Priest and your absentee ownership for not getting this done. If they were the ones who said our number one priority is to build a winning hockey program here and also to get us a winter classic, that's 1A because we're sick and tired of being left out. They could pepper Gary Bettman with meetings, phone calls, emails, everything. They could be the squeaky wheel that eventually Bettman says, you know what? Screw it. Next time we're in Pittsburgh, throw them out there. Let's get them in a winter classic. Next time we do this in Detroit, let's throw them out there. They could make this happen. They choose not to, in part because they're stupid up in Toronto, but also because your ownership here does not care because the checks cash no matter what. So make they them don't care. To, they don't want to make waves. No, they like to be glad-handed around as everybody kicks them in the teeth. That's what this ownership group likes to do. They like to keep everything status quo, just as long as the owner, all the other owners think they're great. They don't care about you as a fan. They don't care about winning. Blue Jackets have not played in an outdoor game, as you said. Not breaking any news. When the Blackhawks play in this outdoor game next January, they will have played in seven. Yeah, outdoor and, games. And, and your excuse seven. Your your excuse cannot be with the Jackets. Well, if we were a better hockey team, no. If you were an interesting hockey team, that's the difference. Blackhawks yeah, have there's a, a lot of crappy hockey teams that the, have hosted the, outdoor the games. The Chicago team you're talking about is one of them right now. But who do they have? Yes, they have Connor Bedard, and then they have no one skating around him. They have. No one. That is an abysmal hockey team with a brilliant star on it. That is not an excuse to not put them in that game because they have a massive fan base. They have a you know hundred years of history, all that stuff. The Jackets don't have that, but they can have the. They do no, have the I massive know. fan I'm, base. I'm just saying. I'm but, I'm tired of carrying the water for this franchise. We don't. But that's my point. Us fans and us in the media here should not have to it's do that. It's not our job to do it. It should be the ownership's priority. If you can't give us winners, at least get us something. Like this, you could go scream at Gary Bettman. That's what I'd be doing if I were between that and the Cincinnati thing. I'd be calling Bettman every day saying, when are you coming to Columbus, pal? I got some things to talk about. I saw something today that made me laugh. And no, it wasn't my penis because I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to hit a couple minutes slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. And watch out for some slow traffic on northbound 71, and that's on the south side, between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. 
This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print Big Sale means the more you print, the more you save. Get $20 off your print purchase of 100 or more, 50 off your print purchase of 200 or more, and 100 off your print purchase of 300 or more. Ends 2-10-24. See staples.com slash print for details. Print more, save more at Staples. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traction. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. You know what? What's the, Ted, what's going Teddy on? Teddy has reminded me that I have a prize oh, to man. give away. This could be the greatest prize we've ever given away on this show. Okay, I'm ready okay? for it. Let's go. Listen, give me give me a number. Uh, let's go with eight. Caller number eight right now. 614-821-9710. People are calling in now. They have no idea what they're calling in for. Okay. Call number eight will win two tickets to the world's toughest rodeo on Saturday, February 17th at Nationwide Arena. The Cinch. Go ahead. Yep. Cinch, I think is right. Cinch World's toughest rodeo features fan favorites, bull riding, bareback riding, and women's barrel racing. Tickets are on sale through Ticketmaster. I want to be clear. I don't think it's just women running around barrels. I think they're riding horses around barrels. I'm just reading the copy, man. Women's barrel racing. Bull riding, bareback riding, Hmm. and women's barrel racing. So there you go. Okay. I'll be there. Yeah. No, you won't. By the way, I don't think the bulls wear saddles, right? So are those also bareback? I mean, I've seen some bull riding. I don't know if they're wearing saddles or not. I'm not sure. I'll tell you, homie. Okay. What did I tease? I don't know. Oh, I saw something today that made me laugh. So, the mayor of Las Vegas, her name is Carolyn Goodman. She has been the mayor of Las Vegas since 2011. Oh, okay. She's been on the job for a while. Um, You know, she was asked, she was on a, a front office sports podcast today, and she was asked about the A's moving to Vegas. Of course, a lot of the conversation was about the sports mecca that Las Vegas has become and the Super Bowls there and all that good stuff, right? Right. But you have a baseball team moving there. She was asked about that. Uh, She said that she wasn't really a a big fan of the A's moving to Vegas. As a matter of fact, she said, I personally think they've got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland (laughs) and make their dream come true. So maybe you're saying to yourself, I don't understand any of this. Because it seems like no one in Vegas cares about this baseball team moving there. The mayor doesn't even really want the baseball team to move there. Initially, when they talked about moving to Vegas, the mayor said, oh, I got some great land for you. Yeah, and it was kind of a little bit off the strip. It they, wasn't, they said, no. They want to be right down in the middle of everything. Right, right there. And the residents are saying, we don't want it. Well, because is- traffic is already a total nightmare. Yes, they're saying where this would go. It's I think it's the old Tropicana site. And That's they're right. saying if you put a big baseball stadium there with 30, 40,000 people, whatever, coming in there 80 times a year, plus all the other traffic in that area for all the other things happening in Vegas, it's just going to be a mess. Look, there comes a point, and I think some of the Vegas residents, most of the Vegas residents are already there. They couldn't move at all because of all the traffic problems they had as the city got ready for this F1 race. Yeah, they hated it. They they hated it. They couldn't stand it. There's constant traffic issues because the city continues to grow. You have uh, you're gonna build a baseball stadium and have even more traffic issues. People are 
are excited, obviously, to see their city on the national stage. But it's almost like some of this is too too much too soon. Right. I, I feel like if I were a Vegas resident, I'd be looking at this. And again, I'm not the biggest baseball fan. But also, if you are a baseball fan, I presume you enjoy tradition. I, enjoy, I, I presume you already have a team for the most part, even if you live in Vegas. And I don't think it's probably the same for them as, say, around here. If we suddenly got an NBA team, there'd be a lot of people who go, oh, NBA team. Yeah, I'm all in. They have they just got an NFL team again. Or again, again, first time. For the first time, they got an NFL team. Yeah, They have the hockey team that's won a Stanley Cup now and been extremely competitive. Uh, whenever LeBron and Shaq and everybody can work it out, there's apparently going to be an NBA team in Vegas. Oh, of course there will. Like that's the next market the NBA wants to expand to. They presumably are going to go there and back to Seattle. So they're going to have three of the major sports, and baseball's the one that's like outside in a hundred degree. You live in a desert for most of the time that that sport is played. It's going to be well over ninety degrees. It just seems like that's going to be a monstrosity. You're going to have to build. I don't to think they climate control on it. Are they? I don't know, but I'm saying if they don't, that's going to be a problem. So I don't know, man. It just seems like I could understand if Vegas residents are like, we we have all these other sports options all throughout the year. And also we live in Las Vegas. So if we ever want to do something, we can see a hundred bands in residency. We can go to five-star restaurants. We can go see any type of show you want. It's there. We don't need another thing that takes up 82 dates a year, 81 dates a year, whatever the math is on that. I I can understand the Vegas residents and this mayor saying, fine, put it out where it won't bother us. And if they, if the A's refuse, then they go, great. We don't want you. This sucks. I'm trying to think they have to put a dome on this. I don't know what the actual plans are. I do know that the, Teachers union in law in uh, Nevada is also apparently suing over this and trying to get this stopped. Why? Because they're basically saying you're the state, I think has to kick in six or $700 million to get this stadium built that again, it doesn't seem like a lot of people want. And their argument is uh, one, you did it illegally the way they voted on. I don't know what their constitution is. This is something with their state constitution wasn't followed to get this pushed through. But their argument is we've got schools that the, Teachers are paying for their staples and their pencils and all the supplies for the kids every year. You got $700 million for a baseball team no one wants. How about you throw that at the schools? How about you do something about that? Which I know everyone could say that about sports teams, but I actually get why the teachers are mad about this in this case in in Nevada. Like the entire state's paying for it and only Las Vegas benefits from it. That's stupid. It doesn't look like they're putting a dome on this. I, I Again. It's impossible. You can't have... This in Vegas well, well, without a dome you, on it. The argument that you can't grow grass anywhere is is an, forever dead. Because if you can grow it in the middle of summer in Las Vegas, you can grow it in the fall or winter here in Columbus. You can grow it anywhere that there isn't grass growing now. Where they got Minnesota should have no dome on their stadium then either. Because the extremes are going to be even more so in the summer for Vegas than they are in the winter in Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't have a dome. No, 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 not for baseball. I'm for, saying football, for football. I'm saying yeah, you, yeah. why even have that be under a dome? I'm saying hey, there shouldn't be domes anywhere at that point. Uh, Miami scored 38 points last night against Virginia. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, just for giggles, um, the lowest scoring D1 game ever was Tennessee beating Temple in 1973 by a score of 11 to 6. I presume this was pre-shot clock. Uh, yeah, yes, that's 
That's correct. That was not like everybody had an efficiency rating of zero. <laughs> no. It was like they they weren't taking any shots. They were not playing basketball. But you know what? I, I know this sounds stupid, but like 1973 wasn't that long ago. Yeah. You, you had a basketball game, a big time D1 game, and 11 to 6? It was and it wasn't. I, I know. It was 50 years ago. <laughs> I I know what you're saying. Like that doesn't. The 70s don't seem like that long ago. It was 50 years ago. All right. I mean, that is, I mean, I wasn't kicking. I wasn't born. Neither was I. But people listening to us. Yeah. I mean, I'm, there's probably people who listen to us who may you have watched that game I, I or, or at least seen the score when it came out. Thought sometimes about, I read these stories about high school basketball games. How do we not have at least a 50-second shot clock in high school basketball? They should. I, I think they, I mean, it, the answer is the reason that that hasn't happened yet is cost. You know, to have every high school in uh, a, an area have to put in shot clocks I'm sure it would be an, an extraordinary cost and then you have to keep them up and you have to replace stuff but the reality is they're pumping all this money into all the other sports at this point That I think that horse has left the barn you're right they should make that a thing Rapid Fire coming up next Common Man and T-Bone on the fan Fan Traffic Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza Home of the Grandview Browns Backers you should know the westbound 70 off-ramp to northbound Hilliard Rome Road is currently closed due to police activity, and that's on the west side. Also watch out for an accident on southbound 270 on the west outer belt between Roberts Road and I-70. couple minutes slow down there. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. Auto zone. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Buckeyes in action tonight hosting Indiana. Pre-game coverage starts at 6. Yeah. 7 o'clock. Catch all the action right here on the fan. If you don't listen to it here on the fan, your only other option is Peacock tonight. Mm. Uh, Teddy's taking tomorrow off, which means rapid fire is going to be extra good today. Uh, is that the case? Yes, that that's that usually what happens when he's you know leaving us, when he's abandoning us. He puts extra effort into rapid fire the day before. All right, that's good. Let's do it. Rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. You're going to be sadly disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, stadium or city do you think would make the best Super Bowl location? Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio Stadium. Let's do it. Look, I I, I don't... It's never going to happen. I'm aware of it. But, you know, I don't know why you don't take... The biggest football game of the year on the road to the biggest football meccas in your country. And some of those are NFL cities and some of them are college cities like oh, yeah. we have here. I think I think you could admit, even though you're not a fan of the team, like Lambeau Field is a mecca of football. Absolutely. It right. Is. That's a place Absolutely that it is. should get to host one of these at some point. I, I'm with you. I think that places that have the historic significance should be able to host it. You imagine again? They wouldn't do this. It's probably not big enough. But as far as the city goes, but you imagine if they put a Super Bowl in South Bend? Like, I mean, that's yeah. You know, again, that's one of those places that traditionally a lot of people wanted to go see a game. I'm sure they'd put one in the Big House too if they did that. But I'm with you. You could put it at, the, at Ohio Stadium. 
That'd be the perfect place for me because I don't have to drive very far to get there. And really what you could do then at that point, too, is have your own, like, Super Bowl village. Yeah. Where the entire town is devoted to the Super Bowl. Agreed. And you're you're right. I guess maybe they wouldn't have hotel rooms in South Bend. But you know what? You can drive the 90 minutes to Chicago. I mean, I'm I'm not making this up. They've had Super Bowls in the Rose Bowl, right? That counts. Yes, they that's, have. A, that's a mecca that's of right. college football. Like, why not? Ex- I know it's because it's in Southern California and it's beautiful, the mountains, all that. You could do that in other places where it is, yes, cold and gross. I got news for you. All your games but one are played in the elements. This is, I mean, all the every week there's games in the elements. Hot, cold, whatever. You could have these games outside. Rapid fire number two. There have been 12 teams that have never won the Super Bowl. Which of these teams do you think will be the first to break through and win a Super Bowl? Well, uh, we know the... Vikings, Bills, Bengals, Panthers, Falcons, Chargers... Titans, Cardinals, Browns, Lions, Texans, Jags. Okay, so we know the Lions are the team that's been the closest, and the Bills. Those oh, the two Bengals. Teams. The Bengals were playing no, in no. the Super Bowl two years ago. I'm saying, yeah, that was two years ago. I'm saying this year, which of those teams has had a chance to get to the Super Bowl? The ones that got the closest were the Bills and the Cardinals, or the Cardinals, Bills and the Lions. So I would say those two have to be probably front and center for you. I'd like to say the Bengals. I actually wouldn't as a Browns fan, but I, I don't know that Joe Burrow is going to stay healthy. I, that's an, He's had an injury every year of his NFL I, career. I can't take the Bills. The Bills disappoint me. Okay. How, how about the Bengals? Else. Yeah, I'll take the Bengals. I, I'm, no, I'm just, saying... Just to I, spite us, I'll take the Chargers. I'll take the Lions. And then Harbaugh can stand on top of Mount Olympus and urinate on all of us. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about it. I'll take the Lions. Rapid fire number three. Who is your favorite fictional sports player of all time? Pedro Serrano. Oh, there you go. Major, Major League. League. Yeah, that's a great call. How about, uh, I have a, I have a few thoughts on that. Uh, you could go any of the Mighty Ducks or the Sandlot kids. I was a big fan of both those movies growing up. Uh, you could go Jesus Shuttlesworth, who was a real NBA player in Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. But Jesus Shuttleworth, fictional character, and he got game. Uh, and then this is just for the Canadian hockey show that I like that other people have caught on to, that Shorzy. I very much enjoyed uh, that that character, that hockey character. I guess you could throw in like some of the Ted Lasso guys, too. They have some good ones. This, this is a tough question, Teddy. I'm going to go ultimately with Jesus Shuttlesworth. Best player of all those of all those guys I named. Rapid fire number four. What movie do you think you've watched the most? In my whole life? Oh. Yes. Uh, probably just because, you know, we watch it every single year. Christmas Vacation. That's uh, probably. Good call. But if we're taking like holiday movies out of it that are traditions... Maybe Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that's a good one. I I have uh, for me, I have probably seen like Star Wars: A New Hope as much as any Which movie. Which one is A New Hope? The the original fourth right, the, episode four. The first the, the, the first, first Star one. Wars that ever came out. The first yes. one that came out. Yeah, that one and sneaky probably one A on that is Dumb and Dumber. I watched that movie so much in like high school. And then on through college age and all that, like I just. What's your answer, Teddy? What's I love the movie, that movie. You've watched more than any other movie. Well, one you mentioned, Christmas Vacation. But if we're taking that out, and one that's I've watched probably almost as much as that is Major League. I've always really? loved Pedro that. <laughs> yes, and uh, you also mentioned that one. Yeah, but uh, I love that movie to death. I've seen that yeah just hundreds of times. Well, probably right. Field of Dreams for me too, because for a long time that was part of my opening day ritual. 
yeah. was, was to put on Field of Dreams, cry, eat a lot of food, then watch bad baseball. Well, and if we were going to allow, like, if you were just going to say Rocky movies or, like, no, Star that Wars. No, that doesn't count. I'm saying, though, I've probably watched the Rocky movies as much as I've seen all the Star Wars stuff when you combine it all. Because I we, watched we a ton of those movies. watching the entire movie? Or can I just watch 15 minutes of it? I think you have to sit down and watch the entire movie because this, right, Rocky Ted? movies are always on, and I'll just you know flip them on for fifteen twenty oh, minutes, if, and then if we're counting just drive bys of ten or minutes or less, I have watched Rocky movies by far the most of any movie ever. Yes. All right. Rapid fire number five. What would you say is your ultimate food spread for the Super Bowl? Oh, I, I can I can start this if you want because I already have my ideas. Music's gone. Um, thin crust pizza. You know I love the Ohio style pizza. Then I'm going. I want a buffalo wings, a buffalo wing that's sauced. I want that. Like, I mean, hot wings sauced. And then I want garlic parm dusted kind of wings. Then give me the oven baked mac and cheese with the crusty mac and cheese on top. I want like a little side for that. And then potato skins and fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. So you and I are completely that's, that's different. That's exactly what I we want. We didn't have one common theme. One Not common wings? food. No. I'm okay. I don't, first of all, I don't like wings at home because I feel like they can never get crispy enough for my liking in the oven. Ooh. Well, you should try an air fryer. It gets better. Air fryer right. is a little bit better on that. But all right, that's fair. I'm just saying. Uh, I like for Super Bowl, I instantly go Tex-Mex theme. Okay? Really? So I want quesadillas. I want guac. I want queso. I want chips. I want tacos. I want chili. I want all that. I did not expect that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, for some reason, I think I think Super Bowl. I think of Tex Mex. I do say I, I will say that a lot of those foods, both of you and I suggested, but especially yours. There's a lot where it's like you can just pick up a taco and scoop out some salsa Don't get and me some wrong, chips. Buddy. I would eat everything at your spread. Yeah, yeah. I would come to your house and be perfectly happy with all of that. I'm saying the Tex Mex theme does allow for a lot of things that can be consumed in small plate quantities. Over and over and over. You right. can get a couple tacos and some, you know, chips and dip, and then the next time you come up, you can get some chili, and then, yeah, that's a good call. All right, so you had your spread. I had mine. Teddy, whose house do you want to come to? Yeah, Ted. Uh, Just based on the food. T-Bones. Oh. All right. All right. That was no hesitation on that. I like that. <laughs> I liked everything he said. Yeah, right off the I mean, bat. I liked everything he said, yeah. too. But I mean, you had some good stuff, too. I mean, I, I want some chips and salsa, though, as well. So that's, you know, but... You know, bar- some barbecue, and he didn't say barbecue wings, but he said wings. I'm sure he could make some barbecue wings for me. He's not going to make and, special wings yeah, for you. He yes. said sauced <laughs> buffalo wings. Yeah, we'll make them barbecue. And then, oh, <laughs> all right, he wants, he doesn't like the buffalo sea- sauce. No, he I, wants, it's fine, but I prefer if it's my sauce. ultimate okay, spread. And if, fine. I, if I guess I just have to show up What's and on eat your it, spread, then. Teddy? If I'm coming over to your house, what are you serving me? Uh, I would like, you know, the chips and salsa, some uh, uh, barbecue wings, some deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. Yeah, I want the deep dish, kind of like a Jets pizza type, and that that would be oh, the Detroit perfect. pizza. Yeah, yeah. So you still eat with your hands. That's, yeah, it's not like you're having knife and fork. No, you're saying no. That's yeah, what I meant. You're talking about like the like Chicago pan, style pan pizza. Pan yeah. pizza. Okay, I guess. Right. the deep yeah, dish sorry. from Chicago. That's the well. You know, if you don't get the term exactly right, Teddy. No, I'm sorry. Problem. Yeah. No, I was just confused. And, I didn't know no, if we were going to sit down and watch no, the game with right. with a plate and a yeah. knife and fork. Yeah, and you're right. I know. Yeah, and then I would probably have. For my dessert, some type of uh, cookies, because Bone mentioned chocolate chip cookies, mm. or I like some of the, the Loft House the sugar cookies, sugar, you know, oh, ice sure. sugar cookies. I didn't yeah, think about absolutely. dessert. No, what would I do? No, I, I, threw yeah. in, I just said, like, warm 
chocolate chip cookies or like you said a sugar cookie because you can go back up and grab one here yeah. and then a couple there and yeah suddenly you ate 10 of them <laughs> exactly as you were just kind of chilling out it's good what about if you come over to my super bowl non-existent party are you making these cookies i yeah. give i give everybody their own pint of ice cream yeah, that's too you, much you pick your flavor i don't that too much it's too much i, I don't know pint is single serve no, 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 no. I'm saying I'm eating all this other food, and then you expect me to get a pint of ice cream yes, jammed yes, in there? That's right. No, I want to have, give me the little smaller ones. Like, a, give me a thimble yeah. of ice cream. I can Make just your come cookies. Back and- <laughs> yeah, come on. Thimble, <laughs> thimble of ice cream. Get out of here. Uh, hey, spring game tickets. I'll tell you how to get them, where to get them, how much they cost, all that good stuff. Coming up next. Man, I sound like I'm promoting it. I'm not, really. No. Nope. 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 Get your Chris Holtman's fired bobblehead doll at the spring game. That's right. And your Ross Bjork kicking him in the ass bobblehead doll. Mm, There you go. Doll. Doll. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should know that southbound Haig Avenue is closed between West Broad Street and Sullivan Avenue due to an accident. And we also have an accident reported on westbound 270 on the north outer belt after Cleveland Avenue. Five-minute delay there, and things are stop and go from Westerville. And police activity has the right lane blocked on westbound 70 on the west side at Hilliard Rome Road. About a 10-minute slowdown there. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low-down payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday, three hours a day, every single day. Do it and tell a friend. I was looking at some TV ratings from the weekend. Not a big weekend in sports, of course, but you did have the, the Pro Bowl. You had the uh, NHL All-Star Game, which I do not have numbers for, because seven people watched it. Anyway, Hmm. so Pro Bowl on ABC and ESPN, ABC drew 3.8 million, ESPN drew 1.8 million. Okay? Okay. That was the highest watch thing of the weekend. Yes. Duke, North Carolina on ESPN, 3.2 million. Knicks, Lakers on ABC, 2.7 million. Tennessee and Kentucky on ESPN, 2.5 million. Purdue and Wisconsin on CBS, 2.2 million. Iowa and Maryland women's basketball on Fox, 1.6 million. Pebble Beach uh, Pro-Am on Saturday, because Sunday was canceled, 1.951 million. The Live Golf on the CW on Saturday. I told you that the uh, Pebble Beach got about 2 million. Live Golf got 168,000. Bad. Live golf on Sunday. Now, a lot of people thought, well, this is it now. Because John Rahm is there. You got a competitive Sunday and live golf. Pebble Beach has been rained out on Sunday. They're going to pop a number. Sure. 432,000, which, of course, is much higher than their Saturday number. But for comparison's sake, Pickleball Slam on ESPN got 596,000. Yeah, More that, than the live golf. That's pathetic. And again, live golf makes no sense to me because I know that the ultimate goal here was to take over the PGA, but you are paying upwards of a billion dollars for that product. The the public investment fund, whatever, is paying all that money to then get a rating that no-name pickleballers are beating 
on a network that's not in as many homes well, as in, the in CW. In fairness, too, it's not no-name pickleballers. It was like tennis legends playing pickleball. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. It was You're a right. pickleball I forgot. slam. So, okay, to be fair, it's retired yeah, it's like Andre Agassi and McEnroe playing pickleball. Versus the biggest, some, they, they are wanting you to believe the biggest golfers in the world, right? Like John Rahm just went over there. I think he's... How much did they pay him? $500 million? Something like that. So I'm just saying, I don't, I don't understand what the end game is there, but it's not like the piece of the pie you're getting is an NFL level size of pie. You're getting like the PGA got on Saturday. I mean, a, a respectable number, million and a half people, two million people, something million, like that. Two million people. Okay. 1. That's really good. Something. If you still get all that, is that worth a billion dollars? No. I mean, an average college football game outdraws that by three times. So I don't know. I don't know what they're play is here other than to just win a battle with the PGA. Let me ask you a question. So the Saturday rating was less than 200,000 people for Live Golf on the CW. Yeah. If we had two weeks to promote it, so we promote it on our show, we go, we make the, the media rounds, okay? We get booked on Channel 10, we do the media rounds, and the show is on the CW locally here in Columbus, where it's just common man French kisses a goat. That's what it is. <laughs> That's the show. Yeah. Where there's going to be a goat led into a room. I'm going to be there. And we both just... <laughs> me and the goat. We get two weeks to promote it. Do you think we could draw a better number than Live Golf on Saturday? Probably, yeah. I think so. I think so. I think we could. I mean, that sounds arrogant, but... No, it's not. I'm just saying that's how ridiculous it is. You're paying a guy, one guy, $500 million. It's ridiculous, dude. You it's, give me two weeks to promote it? Common man French is a goat? Yeah. I, I guarantee you 200,000 people. Yeah, I'm with you. So I, I don't know what the ultimate play there is. Also, I find it interesting that live golf and pickleball are kind of in the same sphere as far as influence. And that's with pickleball having tennis legends, to be fair. Uh, by the way, Mike, I'm getting a bunch of people saying to me like, oh, do you not know about the Blue Jackets and the outdoor game? Because apparently there's been a report came down in the last hour after that Blackhawks announcement. This is from the Hockey News. This is uh, just an hour ago they posted this. Jason Newland wrote this article. Sources, Columbus to host 2025 Stadium Series game at Ohio Stadium. When? Well, it's not, because remember there's Winter Classic, which is the one that's, what is that, New Year's Day or Christmas? Yeah, that's, whatever that's that. New Year's Day. Yeah. So that, that's the one that they're going to put at Wrigley Field again. The stadium series is the outdoor where they throw a couple other ones outside, but they're I not think. on New Year's Day. So this is from the Hockey News. Multiple sources have reached out to the Hockey News Columbus and told us that the Blue Jackets will be hosting a 2025 NHL Stadium Series game at Ohio Stadium. The team they would play is rumored to be the Red Wings. Uh, per the sources, the game would be held on or around March 1st of 2025. That, if it is March 1st, is a Saturday. So, in either case, uh, the athletic department's Jerry Emig at Ohio State, he was reached out to by the Hockey News. He had a he said, there's no news we can confirm a report at this time regarding an outdoor hockey game. Blue Jackets reached for comment. They said there's nothing to report on at this time. All right, fine. But that All is right. the apparent new rumor is that that will be and happening. No, I did, not, I did not see that. I didn't either. So, so there you go. I was yelling about that half an hour ago. If that happens, then great. That's good to know that finally Trust something me. got done on There's that. Plenty of stuff we can still yell about. Oh, yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't stop anything. No, that's, that's fair. I'm just telling you. I had not seen that while we were doing the show. So, uh, yeah. If that's the case, then great. I hope it happens. Speaking of Ohio Stadium, they have announced that spring game tickets will go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. 
The game is on April 13th. Tickets will be 10 bucks. general admission. Parking is free. I think they have a couple other, like, uh, reserved tiers, 20-something bucks, 30-something bucks. But general admission tickets, $10. Parking's free. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. And I think Ryan Day's doing a radio show tomorrow. Is he not? Is he? Noon tomorrow. Live, on the fan. live from the Super Bowl. No? No, live from the Woody. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know where he was doing it from. And if... Uh, if the Buckeyes don't win tonight, if the Buckeye basketball team doesn't win tonight against Indiana, he will fire Chris Holtman live on the air. Noon tomorrow. Wonderful. Here on The Fan. Fat Boy Food Tip coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident blocking the left lane on northbound 315 at King Avenue. Police are on scene, causing some delay. And you'll hit a 10-minute slowdown on southbound 270 on the west outer belt between Cemetery Road and I-70. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at AAA Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Game show coming up at 534. What is the game this week, Boner? Uh, this week we are doing Hot Woman or Foreign Dignitary yes. or or Yes. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be both. Who was the uh, president of, was it New Zealand or Australia, who resigned? Uh, New Zealand? Uh, she, re- was, she was kind of hot. Recently? Last couple of years. Uh yeah, I forget her name. I think there's. Remember, a, she was photographed like out clubbing. She was in her thirties. Oh yeah, well, I, I just, <laughs> I just, I just googled New Zealand Prime Minister, and it's Christopher Luxon. He's like a bald, just bald. I didn't fat say guy. now. All right, she resigned. Good for him. I think it is New Zealand. Jacinda Ard- Ardern. Yes. Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah. How old is she? She is. Let's see. She just left office January of 2023. So a year ago. She's like 43. Said. 43 years old. Okay. All right. Hey. Anywho. Uh, Fat Boy Food Tip. You can now submit your dream Whopper toppings for a chance to win $1 million, Burger King announced yesterday. The Million Dollar Whopper Contest by Burger King gives customers until March 17th to reimagine the signature Whopper sandwich with new toppings of the sour or sweet variety. Huh? Huh? What do you mean? It has to be either sour or sweet. Why? I Because that's what they want. That's, I don't know why. <laughs> so you have to do it on the app, okay? okay? You sign into the app. You design your Whopper. You type in the ingredients, and then their little AI generator will give you a picture of what your sour or sweet Whopper looks like. Okay. If your Whopper is chosen to run in Burger King stores, you get a million dollars. Wow. I mean, I would... Definitely like a million dollars for just picking out a Whopper. That's I don't. Great. I don't know why anyone wants to eat a sour cheeseburger, though. Well, again, I've not had it, but like, how sour is something like kimchi? Isn't that got like a little bit of a funk to well, it or something? I, fair enough, I guess. I'm saying like I know there are fla- and I, for a while there, sour beers were kind of a thing. 
there's this whole idea of let's get the bacteria involved and make some some funky smells. All right, and how taste. about this? How about this? I, like I'm I'm just saying I don't know if that's what they're talking about when they say sour. How about a Whopper? Also, you top it with some pastrami. Okay, so you got your beef patty. Mm-hmm. You top it with some pastrami. Yeah, that you sort of char up on the grill too and get that a little crispy. Okay. Not too crispy, but just no, a little, no. little char to it. Oh, I then, wonder if I know where you're going here. Then some sauerkraut mm-hmm. on top okay. of that, yeah. and then some some brown mustard. Maybe like a brown mustard aioli, you know, to go on top of all of it. I think you should put this in the Give me the, the million dollars. <laughs> now, again, I'm not a big sauerkraut guy, but I see I'm that's, not either, but that's I'm, the I'm trying to think of something. For. You could be onto something with the kimchi. Well, I'm saying like when they said sour, that was one of the first things I thought of is I, I again, I've not had it, but I've I've heard that that's the flavor profile we're talking about. Well, there. they just did one. They have a Whopper now with candied bacon. Yeah, I had it. And and bacon jam. That's your sweet Whopper that, right it, there. Yes. But if you were going to do another version of the sweet Whopper. I don't know, man. At some point, like I said, I enjoyed that Whopper. It was fine. It was a little too candied. The The one I got didn't have enough the garlic aioli on it for my liking, but I could see where it was going. I thought it was really good. All right, how about this? How but about I, this? I just, I, at some point, I don't need like cinnamon sugar Whopper. Like, listen, give to me. me a savory have bacon you ever had cheese Whopper. A Monte Cristo sandwich. I have. Yes. Okay. So we take a Whopper. Hmm. Um. We'll do some cheese on there. Yeah. You don't like pickles, so we'll skip the pickle. Well, you could put it for the rest of humanity that does. I just don't like them. All right. Pickle, put the pickle in there. Onion. Let's do grilled onions. Okay. Okay. Grilled onions. Dipped in batter. Yep. The entire thing. Yep. The entire well, that's, burger. That's how the sandwich has to be. Bun right. and all. Dipped in batter. Deep fried. Sprinkled with powdered sugar on top. Okay. Yeah. There's your sweet burger. But again, that's right. My point is one. Try making that in a restaurant, like a fast food place where you're trying I, to get this I understand. out. Also, I don't need a sweet Whopper. I don't need a sour Whopper. I guess if people want that, what I'm saying is Burger King, I'll pay you a million dollars if you can just make the Whopper every single time consistently well. Like, that's what I would like. I'm not saying that I it's don't think bad. you have a million dollars to pay no, them, but yes, I, don't. I understand what you're saying. My point is, like, I would like a million dollars for just saying, put bacon and cheese on it and call it a day. That's perfect. Uh, no purchase needs to be made to enter the contest. Burger King Royal Perks account is needed on the app. Mm. Submit okay. customized Whopper by Sunday, March 17th. Contest is open to U.S. resident, legal U.S. residents 18 years or older. Yeah. So there you go. And you can have fun with a little AI. And All right. That's a grilled, maybe a teriyaki with a grilled pineapple. Oh, that's now that's a good combo of some sweet and sour. A little bit of that you saltiness, the, I guess. You can not get sour, the, the sweet of that pineapple charred on the flame broiled. I love that. There. Yeah, that's a good flavor. I think that's a very underrated flavor. The the pineapple chard with some kind of barbecue sauce or some kind of soy mm. sauce like that. Yeah, either a teriyaki or, or miso, not teriyaki. Yeah. miso glaze or you go that miso horny, all of that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of miso horny, okay. I did play Baby Got Back for the kid the other day. All right. Please don't call Child Protective Services. She it's, enjoyed it very it's much. It's a fun song. She enjoyed it very much. I mean, don't pay attention to the words. I mean, she did pay attention to the words, and she was twerking the entire time, but we had a good time. She right. liked it. That's a funny song. It's very inappropriate, though. Yes, it's right. Don't tell your friends. I'll tell my friends on the radio. You don't tell <laughs> your friends. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I can't help it that 
it's very odd that rap that was once considered controversial now sounds like just kind of like cheesy party music. Well, it is cheesy party well, music, saying, man. Nobody's think, talking about killing cops or anything like that. No, We're just talking that, about juicy asses. I'm saying, but like, no, but there were parents just as out there. I know. Just as outraged about that as it were anything know. else. And I'm saying now you listen to it and, you know, again, music progresses and sounds different. Stuff that was edgy 30, 40 years ago now sounds, because you've heard it a million times, the edge is worn off of it. But at a time that was like, whoa, hey, listen to this song, what they're talking about on the radio. But I, I played it for her because I, I, I was showing her that like, yeah, when, when I was a kid, I used to like some stupid stuff. Right. Okay. So I played her that. I played her Yes and Yes Music Factory. Hmm? CNC Music Factory. Oh, God. Everybody no. dance now. That gonna is make the you sweat. cheesiest joke I've ever heard in my life. So I, we, we did that one. We did uh, Can't Touch This. We did yep. now see Hammer Rico, him, right. We did Rico Suave. I'm telling you, there. Uh, if you want to go ultra like goofball rap song from many years ago, you got to look up the uh, basketball song by Curtis Blow. That's one of my all time favorites. It's I don't like, think I've heard it. Oh, you have. You've heard at least the first. Ted, you've heard basketball, right? He's, the first opening, the opening sequence of that where it's just they're playing basketball. I don't know. It's like women it, singing. They're playing basketball. Oh, that was in that's, the Little Penny commercials. Yeah, they're playing. That's Curtis Blow. Yes, yes. And then, I, like, I know after the song. that, right. then he comes in as basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. It's like, it's so cheesy now, but at the time it was like, yeah, Curtis, you get it. That's great. It's still, it's still, it's for me. I love it. Were it's, you ever listening to something? I was going to, who am I talking to? Probably everything. Where your mother walked in and ripped it. <laughs> Rip the cassette right out of the poop box. Uh, no, because I didn't buy things. That that's, I, that's what I mean. You you had to go no, on the download and listen to all this there stuff. There were times... See, I didn't really listen to anything that was not Christian until I got my own car. So we're talking... I was like in high school, and I'm listening to this radio stations that played like rock music, like the Blitz. And back in the day, may it rest in peace, the Big Wazoo. I used to flip between those two, and I'd go from like hearing... Gaither vocal band when I was at home to hearing Godsmack, Limp Biscuit, all that stuff. It was just right out there, you know? Snow. Oh, I know you like snow. Little Licky Boom Boom. <laughs> I had the cassette single of this. Did your mom come in and no, rip this out she, of wasn't, the she wasn't offended by this. Okay, well, that's good. She did not so much like the uh, CNC Music Factory. No? No. But not because of the lyrics, because she personally found the guy disgusting. <laughs> okay. Because he was on SNL, and he did it with his shirt off. Oh, dance around? Why do you have to do that? We, this guy's full of himself. <laughs> she never took it away from me, but she didn't like the, the shirt off of the guy. If you're really that hot, you don't have anything to prove. She didn't say hot. She said that's something. What, that's what. See, that's a fun thing. From I think our parents grew up in a similar way in that thought process, which was, why do you have to use this language? Bob Hope didn't use this language. It's like, well, that's Bob Hope. Like, there's guys who do that, and then there's. I mean, I like guys who use a lot of language when I listen to comedy and stuff like that. I well, behind the scenes, Bob Hope was sure he did using some language. Oh man, have you ever seen the bloopers of like I'm talking? Uh, oh, it's a Wonderful Life. What's what, lead actor? Uh, Jimmy Stewart. You're like that era where it's Jimmy Stewart and all those other black and white movies at that time. Gary Cooper. They're just 
they're starting to do a scene and then they mess up and they're all oh, gee diet mother effort and they're just like and and i've i've found that clip and showed it to my mom and she was like she almost passed out she could not believe I, I've told that any story. of these people swore like that behind the scenes. It is in it is in the, the Walt Disney book. So you can go read it for yourself. Read these stories. Walt Disney had a really tough time with his animators when they were making Snow White. And again, this is in the 30s, okay? Yeah. Had a really tough time with his animators because they would be distracted and during off times or during times when they should be working off hours they would draw pornographic images of snow white and leave them on their desks oh no and he'd he'd get so frustrated he'd walk around and crumple them all up and throw them away only to find new ones there the next day his animators could not stop making nude porno (laughs) like with the dwarves oh no and everything no that's so of all the golden years when everything was appropriate, there never, there now never was. we're never all was. filthy, disgusting humans. We've always been that way. We'll always be that way. That's right. We're disgusting. Our ancestors were disgusting. Ancestors. Them too. Them too. All right. Mike Vrabel is too large. That's, te- <laughs> that's a real tease. <laughs> Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. I will never watch Snow White the same way again. (laughs) Watch out for an accident blocking the center lane on eastbound 33 at 270 on the west outer belt. Couple minutes slow down there. We also have an accident blocking the left lane on northbound 315 at 670. That's a 15 minute slowdown. It's stop and go from I-70. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Switch to First Service Federal Credit Union, where savings speak louder than words. Unlock exclusive member privileges and enjoy service that always puts you first. For special offers, visit FirstCU.com. First Service FCU. Own it. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Jen. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. You know what tomorrow is. Wild Card Wednesday. Be sure to join us. It's also Mm -hmm. Teddy Benzover Day going to the proctologist. Is that right? He's going to the proctologist? I didn't know that. Yep. No, that's not the case. Well, you are going going to the doctor. Yeah, but that's not happening. (laughs) I mean, you're about that age, though, Teddy. I mean, you don't go get your prostate checked? No, because um, they have a different option. They have options on these things. You, now. you crap in a box, don't you? <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> well, I didn't do that. I didn't crap in a box. You crapped in a box. No. What I, did you do? Well, it's like a little container thing that you you do it, and then you put it in a box. I got it. And we then you it, ship then. it off. I got it. Okay. And I didn't know that. I didn't know they could get that from the poo. Is that so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I didn't know that. They give you those options, and then it's, well, that's it's colon good cancer. for... That's not prostate, though, right? No, that's for... Okay, I was going to say, you got to check the prostate, figure yeah. out what's going on with that. Yeah, you know, if he needs to go to a proctologist, I know an ass man. <laughs> I'm talking have, to one. You've got the hat. I'm just saying, I, I know one. You've got yeah. the hat, Timmy. That's right. I mean, I told this story <laughs> last year when I went for my, you know, health check, prostate check. Got to do that. Got it in the family, and I'm there for the check. I'm... 7.30 in the morning, we get this over very early, so it's all over with, and I look over the, I'm bent over the the the, the desk there, the the whatever the table is you're at, 
and uh, Doc's getting ready to do the check. And I, right as it's happening, I look out the window that has the blinds down so you can't see in, but I can see down. And the only way someone could see in is if they were on the ground looking up. And just at that moment, there was a someone working on some little sprinkler head thing in the ground by one of the plants who looked up at me and we made eye contact. And it was the longest just, eye contact I've ever had in my life. Just as you had hand in cracking. Just as this check was, I mean, this is for my health. This is important. I'm not denying it's important. But me and that man locked eyes for a moment, and then he quickly realized what he was looking at, and he turned away. You know, you're, and ran. you're telling this story from your side of it, obviously. I know, but this man, I know. First of all, you don't. This man may have killed himself. By I don't now. know what happened after that. You're right. I like no, maybe I hope it was he's every okay. single time he closed his eyes after that moment, he just saw you bent over looking at him, and he couldn't function anymore in life. His right. wife left him. He had to quit his job with the sprinkler company, and he's killed himself by now. Right. Like, I think I know what I look... You know how you think you know what you look like? Then you see yourself walking in a mirror and you're like, oh, God, that's what everybody's... Oh, no. And it just ruined your day. Like, I I think in this moment, I probably had, you know, eyeballs that looked a little bit like, uh-oh, you know, like that. Like, that's the face I had. Or what if, what if when this guy looked at me, I was like, how's yeah, it going? Hey, hey, yes. Yeah, like, what if, what if I... That's the look Join I gave us. him. Right. I don't know what I gave him. I don't know what look I actually had. Maybe he didn't really work for the sprinkler system. Why? Well, I don't Maybe think he, he worked just, for he, a sprinkler system. He worked for the well, whatever for the building. Maybe or something. he just pretended. That's what he does every single morning. <laughs> I'm just a maintenance guy. How you doing? The sprinkler still broken. He made eye contact again. <laughs> Maybe it's the opposite. I said maybe he saw you and, yeah, and, and had to was, kill himself. Maybe it was a great maybe moment. Maybe he for closed him. his eyes and said, "Oh, yeah." Now that guy is the real ass man. That could be. You're right. But he was, was he was getting the the fronts. Well, he he was a sprinkler man on that day. But you know what it's about. Yeah, he it's right. It's a mental thing, Timmy. You're exactly right. He knows where yeah, he, he he knows he may the have known, he, he has to know what's going on in that office. He's not like, "Oh, it's just a doctor there. I have no idea what they do in that place." He knows. He's asked. How many shows are you going to ruin today, Timmy? You did Rothman and Ice earlier today. And before. You're you're here with us. This one, two. You got Buckeye Warm-Up. Sure, three. Then the post-game show. Four. You could have some news in the post-game show. Did you hear what I was going to do? No. If the Buckeyes lose this game, I'm going to get off my couch. I'm going to dust off my credential. I'm going to go down to the shot, and I'm personally going to fire Chris Holtman. <laughs> You're going to do it in the I'm going to do it during the media press conference. Post game press conference oh. or in the media scrum. I'm going to introduce myself. Oh man. I'm going to say, "Hi, I'm your worst nightmare from 97.1 the fan. You're fired." Hmm. And that, then I'll introduce my friend Vince McMahon and his French pimp mustache. He's it's gone now. He shaved it off? Is it gone? Who? Yeah, he shaved that off, right? Who, no, Vin, Vince he, did. Vince he, he or, still had it. I haven't seen Vince in a long time. I don't know what he's wearing. I thought now. he shaved that off when he was ringing the bell. No, no, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying the most recent like a picture or video that they had of him. I thought he had shaved that off. When's the next time you're going to see him? <laughs> Court? <Never>. Hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope he's burning in there at some point soon. Hope that's all over with. Um, Mike Vrabel, former Buckeye, former uh, Titans coach. That's why I blanked on that. Yeah, former Tennessee uh, Titans head coach. He interviewed for some jobs this offseason, but didn't get any of them. And there are some people who think he didn't get the jobs because he's just too large. So here is, uh, this is from Diana Rossini, who was on the Athletic Football Show, which is a podcast, talking about 
some interviews she did at the senior senior bowl asking about this. She said, I don't think there was a fit for him talking about Vrabel as a head coach at another team. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the senior bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be a part of these decisions. And that is a factor. He's vascular. (laughs) Now, I really would like to believe that the people who hire at NFL teams and really in pro sports, I would like to believe they don't walk in a room and go, oh my gosh, you played in the NFL. You're 6'5", 260. Well, I'm sorry. I was expecting a five foot seven, 140 pound man. I'm going to have to leave now because I'm intimidated by you physically. I would like to believe that no one would actually have that thought in their brain when they go to hire. But I also know who runs teams. And the answer sometimes is dopes. So it's at least plausible that someone thought about this. Diana Rossini is saying a general manager of an NFL team said this to her. Do you think he tells the owners what he would do to win a Super Bowl in his interviews? <laughs> well, now that might be a factor. Into that story? If you haven't heard that, because he was on a podcast. I'll chop it off. He was asked if he would uh, chop off his uh, male anatomy. And he mm-hmm. said, to win a Super Bowl? Absolutely. If that's what it took, he would do it. Maybe he just made people uncomfortable, because in the interview process, he said, I'll chop it off to get this job right now. And he pulled out like and a then pair of... And whipped it out. Well, I didn't, I didn't Swiss say that. Army knife. I was going to say he pulled out like a pair of giant scissors and was like, here we go. Started to do a 72 hours or whatever that rock climbing movie was. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that. The guy got his hand stuck and he had to... Ah! Pocket knife. It's a movie. It's a real story about a guy who had been rock climbing. He fell and he got his hand stuck in a crevasse. And he had to go with the pocket knife. He couldn't get out. He would have starved and or he would have dehydrated. He would have died because he couldn't get out of there. So to get out, he... His wiener wasn't stuck. No, no, his hand, arm. his arm, like at the forearm, <laughs> okay. was stuck in there. So he took whatever knife he had and and oh, did it to himself. Oh, my God. To get out of it, to survive. It's a great story. It's a horrible thing, but it's, yes, it's, it's a, a great story, of, story, though. It's a story of making lemons, lemonade out of lemons, I guess, is the way to You know, when, when hey. life throws you into a boulder... <laughs> You got to cut your arm off. When you purposely travel to climb rocks and then have an accident, sometimes you got to take matters into your own hands. Why do we? Why do we take stuff like that as some sort of badge of honor? No, it's like be thankful that you got out of it. Yes, yeah. It's like oh, see, it builds character. Like no no one says that when you're like walking out of Auschwitz. It's like, hey, man, remember this though. No, that Holocaust. It's going to build character. It's a horrible thing that shouldn't have happened. Yes. So let's not celebrate this guy. Like look at him. Well, they. Yeah. He's a real man. No. no, he's an idiot for getting stuck on the mountain. Well, <laughs> both things can be true. Like, bad situation, he found a way out of it, but still. Yeah, he found a way out of it by cutting off his own hand. At least he didn't die. That's the argument. Was, I'd rather be it dead. It was more like the whole arm. Was it the whole arm? I don't know how high up it, it was. It was like elbow. Oh. Oh, ah, my God. Ah, oh, my God. Ah, you were walking around <laughs> yesterday. Timmy, all you could talk about was like, ooh, ass is still sore from the shot. Like all day. Could you, Could imagine, you imagine if Tim oh, no. chopped his arm? No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. We, Timmy, that'd be dead. No, no, no. If Tim did it, or if you did it, but especially if Tim did it, it would be the only. You'd be like, "Hi, Tim. I see you have a prosthetic arm." Like, well, sit down. Eight hour story. Man, being like, that would, guy's kid you, has to be a pain who in the wouldn't, ass. Who wouldn't lead with that? 
I have a cough and a fever. I don't think I can go to school today. I chopped off my own arm! Suck it up, buttercup. Rub some dirt on it. Oh, I can't, because I don't have one to rub on! I cut it off with a spoon! I don't know what he used. Did he use a spoon? Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident on the right shoulder of westbound 270 on the north outer belt after Cleveland Avenue, causing about a five-minute delay there. Things are stop and go from 161, and you'll hit a 10-minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on The Fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. This ain't one of them. No. I mean, it's not even a discussion, right, Teddy? No. Not even in the... No, not even close. Not even in the wheelhouse. Terrible. Timmy and I just spent the last commercial break talking about breaking your arm in half and extricating yourself from a rock formation like the dude in 120 something hours whatever it was i'd rather be dead i know i know this this uh desire to survive yeah that some people have i mean god bless them that's how the species is gonna continue i'm not there like if yellowstone erupts in my lifetime i know where we are geographically we're not going to be impacted by the blast but there's going to be ash in the sky. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like volcanic winter. It's going to be terrible. Society's going to break down. I If it does explode, I want to be standing next to it. <laughs> you want to be launched into the stratosphere. Yeah, I don't want to deal like, with the yeah, fallout. I want to right. be dead. Yeah. If I was, my arm was trapped in a rock and I knew help was not coming and the only way I could get off of this mountain was oh. to chop off my own arm. I'm back with you now. Okay. What? Nothing. Go ahead. I would take that rusty knife and I wouldn't chop my arm off. I would stab myself in the heart. And that would be the end of it. You would give up. I Yes, I would give up. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sure Liver King would live on and his ancestors would live on and they would repopulate the earth if there was a zombie apocalypse. I would lay down in front of the zombie and say... Please take me. I'm gonna say something. Liver King, those are all uh, those are all vanity muscles. They don't work. They just they're, they're just for looks. They don't. They okay, don't do you know what I mean. Man. I know what you mean though. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't understand I, the mental toughness it takes to survive in a situation like that. I have no idea. And how then there are people it. who think they're gonna survive, but they're even dumber than me. It's like, hey man, I got a bunker full of gold. And Good it's like, you. great, man, if the zombies come great. or the aliens come, you know what that gold's going to be worth? Nothing. Yeah. We assign value to gold, but when society breaks down, you've just got a bunch of heavy crap that you can't move and nobody else wants. Yeah. Now, if you have a, a like a bunker full of ammo, maybe that would then work. maybe you're going to work out. Well, until, but the gold's not going to do anything for you. Then tell someone who's like, hey, I've got a... I've got a sandwich, though. Are you hungry? Want to come out of your bunker? And then they kill you, and then you get your... I'm just saying, you have all the gold bars and all that stuff. I think if the zombie apocalypse or anything like that happens, what's going to occur is you're going to want to be able to get around. You want to run. You want to get out of there. 
the things that survived when the asteroid hit and killed off all the giant meat-eating dinosaurs, you know what they were? The little tiny dinosaurs that could fly around, the birds. That's right. That's what survived. And Mike, they could if, get away. If, if you turned into a zombie, would you care that much about somebody finishing the job? Like, they make a big deal about that in The Walking Dead. Like, if you turn, someone's got to, you know... Put the bullet in me so I can, oh, my so soul can rest on my body. But you don't know if you're a zombie. You're just walking around eating some other people. Maybe it's fun. It could be fun. Sure. You get to taste human flesh like nice. you always wanted to. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I mean, at some point, that's the whole point of those movies. It's inevitable. It's just going to happen. Everyone's going right. to eventually succumb. It's how so long I, can In you the last? first five minutes of the movie, I would just give up, and that would be it. You'd be no your, running for my life. You'd just go that. find the hottest zombie and be like, bite me in the neck. That's right. Yeah. All right, game show time. Speaking of hot, game show today is Hot Woman, Foreign Dignitary, or Yes. I'm going to give you a name, and the name of the person could be someone who's an extraordinarily hot person. Could be a foreign dignitary, or it could be both. Okay, let's go. Here we go. First up, Mia Motley. Mia Motley. Is that a hot woman or a foreign dignitary? Mia Motley sounds like she's got a presence on TikTok. I'm going to say she's a hot person. Ooh, sorry. Mia Motley is the prime minister of Barbados. Had no idea. I didn't either. Is, Is she hot? I mean, she's a no. Okay, I, I don't think she would consider her a Let's conventionally not fool around here, Bone. I feel like she's in her at least forties or fifties. Right, okay, I'm just saying. Let's not. Everybody's hot in their own way. <laughs> I don't want that T-bone in this game. Sure. Uh, next up, Timmy's Je- giving me thumbs down. Jessica Bartlett. Jessica Bartlett. Hot woman or foreign dignitary? Foreign dignitary. Man, oh for two. Oh. You can find her on Instagram, uh, Jessica M. Bartlett with two T's. She Timmy, has, I can't look this up while she we has do this game, 1. So you 4, tell me. She has 1.4 million followers. She's a very nice. <laughs> what's the uh, what's She's, the prime asset? Prime real estate is up top, Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Timmy. Uh, next up, Marley Bucola. Marley Bucola. Uh, is she a hot lady... Or a foreign dignitary. Foreign dignitary. Wrong again. She has 972,000 followers. You can find her Marley underscore Alexa on Instagram. Marley is M-A-R-L-I. Marley underscore Alexa on Instagram. All right, hold on before we move on. I need the official verdict from Timmy. I can't. What is it again, Bone? M-A-R-L-I underscore Alexa on Instagram. That's Marley Bucola is very good. Also up top. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, next up, Katarina Sakalarapalo. Dignitary. I'm, I'm going dignitary. Yeah, you're right. You got All it. Right. She is the president of Greece. Oh, let her live. Elected March of 2020, formerly a judge. She, is she hot? No. Okay. No, she's no. a foreign dignitary. No. No, she's fine. She's Wait, fine. I'm, I'm sorry. Why can't you be a foreign dignitary and be hot? No, I'm saying in this game, I have. I got it. The answer will be yes at one of these okay. points. Right, so if right. you answer one or the other and you don't say yes, you will be wrong. Okay. All right. All right. Only one, though. Uh, Allie Dunn. Allie Dunn. Is Allie that Dunn sounds like Instagram. Hot Instagram or foreign dignitary? Yes, she's a hot Instagrammer. Uh, she is Allie underscore done with two N's on Instagram. 563,000 followers. Is she related to Olivia? I don't know. Done. She is also, I will, Timmy, I think you'll agree she is more of an up top gal. I'd say hey. she checks both boxes. Oh, oh yeah? Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you think, Timmy? 
Wait yeah, a second. Yeah, you just worthy of a follow is what I'm asking. Oh, would I follow? Yeah, would you follow? Yeah, let's okay. go. Follow. Right. <laughs> Great. Done. Uh, next up, Kathleen Novak. Kathleen Novak. Is that a dignitary or a hot woman on Instagram? Yes. No. Oh, she is I only took a one. shot. She is only one of those. Would you like a second? Would you like to no, change your I, answer? I, I, no, she Regis. Is, she is the president of Hungary. Oh. But she is not. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Victor Orban. I think he's like the he's like the prime minister or something. He's somehow more in charge. I think she. Okay. Yeah. She's like the other. They have like prime minister right, so and president the, are different. Yeah. She's the prime minister? She's the president. She's the president. And he's then Jerry the, Orbach is the... <laughs> She's got a Rachel Maddow thing going on, wouldn't you say, Bone? That a means she's bit. got a yeah. you thing going on, yeah, Timmy. She's, but yeah, Looks she's very nice. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's I, I'll let you live. Uh, Elsa Hosk, H-O-S-K. Elsa Hosk. Is that a hot Instagram lady or a foreign dignitary? Yes. No. Oh, she man. Is, she is hot on Instagram. Eight million followers. She is Hosk Elsa, if you want to look her up. Wow. Wow. Oh, t- get wow. a wow from wow. Timmy. Okay. Is she the hottest one so far, Timmy? Stunning. She has 8 million followers. What's the... Uh, big lips, though. Artificially big? Could be. Could be. You like them that way, though. Timmy likes the sex style look. Sex what? <laughs> I don't know what? if I'd what say it? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called, Mike? The sex style. Sex doll. Sex doll. Right. Uh, next up, Georgia Maloney. Is that a hot Instagram lady or a foreign dignitary? Hot. No. Prime Minister of? Georgia. Italia. Oh, oh, how do I not know that? Georgia Maloney. Look her up. Uh, And finally, Evika Selena. Well, it's finally. It's got to be yes. Evika Selena. Yes. She is the Prime Minister of Latvia. And you know what? I'm going to say she's hot. She's all right. I saw a rumor that I could not confirm about her, which was that she may have acted in a movie previously. But no one seems to be able to confirm this. There's rumors of her possibly having appeared in something before her election to, uh, I said election, to Prime Minister of Latvia. But Ivica, Sil- it's S-I-L-I-N-A, I believe. Oh, is how yeah. You Let me tell you something. Ivica Selina. She? I don't know. She's doing all right. Right. She's, uh, she's, she's, running, she's almost 50. 48. Yeah. She's running a country and, and doing great. Looking good. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd let her... Handle me in her pantsuit. What? <laughs> you couldn't even go with something like I'd let her veto my. I don't know. In my mind, she amendments. sounds like Andy Kaufman too. She's got like a thank Helen... you very much. <laughs> Man on the she moon. Sounds... Yeah. She's got a little Helen Hunt going on. I don't see Helen Hunt. I don't. See, I, no. Yeah. No. no I'm mad see... about you there. Nope. Okay. Don't see Helen Hunt. I can't believe she's fifty. 48 well you know okay you're right she's not 50 good call i like i like her okay well good that's why i put her on here i figured you would thanks bone good game bone hey you're welcome yeah good game good good job by you thanks yeah back page coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grandview browns backers you should be aware of an accident on the right shoulder of eastbound 33 at 270. That's on the west outer belt. Police are on scene there causing some slowdowns. And you'll hit a five-minute delay on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. 
Switch to First Service Federal Credit Union, where savings speak louder than words. Unlock exclusive member privileges and enjoy service that always puts you first. For special offers, visit firstcu.com. First Service FCU. Own it. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Buckeye basketball coverage coming up at the top of the hour. Buckeyes and Hoosiers tonight, the 200th career meeting. The fine host of uh, Buckeye pregame, mm-hmm. whatever it we is, call it. warm up. The warm up. Buckeye show. warm up is mm. your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my Buckeye lovers. Feeling good about this one tonight? Big take five it, and a half point bank. favorite? Take it to the bank. Bank it. They're not losing. Bank it. Indiana's not good. They've lost four or five. This is not a tournament team. What lo- if the Buckeyes lost? You lost to them once. Let's not talk about that. Okay. You lost to them once already. You're at home in front of your just ravenous crowd, foaming at the mouth, mm-hmm. waiting for something. Throwback night. Retro night. I don't care. I don't care what the hell it is. It's free t-shirt night. T-shirts. That I did see. Now, is there going to be a t-shirt on every seat? I already saw it. There is. Which means there's going to be a lot of unused t-shirts. <laughs> That's you know what? <laughs> Grab up some extras. Just fish. You know what? Take I them out of there. Twelve T-shirts. Yeah, fish yeah. is going to the game again tonight. Everybody at work tomorrow. Boy, glutton for punishment. All right, let him live. Well, his his lady friend went to Indiana. Oh, that's right. right. I forgot. Yes, so he's that's got right. Illinois. They went to that game, mm-hmm. and uh, she's got Indiana taken care of. Okay, they're going to this one tonight. Yeah, there you go. Well, I am. I don't know to me how you feel about it. Mike is feeling very confident. I'm a little more worried. One because. I've seen this team play for the better part of three years. But also, this is a team that in Indiana does not like to shoot the ball from outside. They like to go Mm -hmm. inside. And I feel like that's not, not the Buckeyes are great in perimeter defense either, but interior defense could be a problem for them. And it was the last time they played. Yeah, you know, so staying out of foul trouble, right? I mean, I think that's the one part of Felix Okpar's growth. And he, you know, at least in that game against Iowa, they went to him early to try to get some low post scoring because that's been the one thing we've talked about. Can you just dump it into him on the block and can he use his footwork to go and get a bucket? And then obviously the other side of the floor, besides what he gives you as a shot blocker, can he stay on his feet? Can he wall up? Can he play good defense without committing fouls? And remember the other part about this game too, Mike, is that Zed Key and Felix shared some court time with the size when you got look at Malik Renew. And obviously, Khalil Ware, he's a seven-footer for them that can get double-doubles. Does Zed have to play in this one? Because Devin Royal stole all of his minutes against Iowa. And when Holtman was asked about it, he wasn't really entertaining it. He was more of the, we're not at that point anymore. It's not about seniority. Whoever's earning the minutes in in practice and who's looking better is going to play. So we'll see how that goes tonight. Yeah, you haven't won a road game in a year. So I would say a home game, but... No, no, but Either I'm way, saying doesn't, that doesn't matter. My point yeah. is, it's yeah. been a calendar year since this team has won a road game. I would hope seniority is not still like, well, no, this guy's older. No, I'm, I'm glad not. to hear that that's where we're at. I mean, I hate it, but that's where we're at. But do they still roll Devin Royal? That's my point. Will they still want to lean more I would towards the so. freshman over a Zed Key? I think you at this point just have to throw whatever's working out there until it stops working and then go to the next thing yeah. and try that. There I is a really yeah. bad movie that I'm sure that nobody saw. It's called Thinner where the main character is a fat dude. Oh, and he didn't runs, see that coming. He runs afoul of a gypsy who then curses him. The gypsy is the dad in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Michael Constantine, okay. who curses him. <laughs> and so then this guy wastes away. He gets so thin that he just wastes away. 
and he kept asking the gypsy to lift the curse. Mm. That's that's Zed Key. We need the opposite. Right now. Yeah. Where every time I see him, he's a little bit thinner. We need... And I don't know what he's trying to be. We need the other. We need the other. And it's it's not, not going to happen at this point, I guess. No, it's fine. He is who he Whatever. is. But I liked the, the thicker Zed Key. All right, back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, this is not great. Uh, Dana Rebic, who is a reporter for WGN, she apparently was on a flight, or there's video from a flight from United, where a passenger's chihuahua unfortunately had a bathroom incident and pooed all over the owner and the seat. Passengers described the experience to her on WGN News, where you can you know, find out more about this if you want to, I guess, because they'll have a report up there. But I'm looking at video of this. It's I can't imagine being on this plane. I'd lose my mind. If you were sitting in this row, I don't know how you're not passed out. But if you're even on the plane, you know the stench of dog do? Like, when it hits, that's you're stuck in an airplane for I don't know how long. Awful. So, uh, yeah. Yuck. Not a big fan of that. Not a big fan of uh, dogs going on an airplane and then doing that. Uh, also, Jim Rome is at Radio Row this week, apparently, from the Super Bowl. And apparently he has announced that he is leaving CBS Sports Network and moving to Twitter. Or X or whatever. I, did, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I assume he's getting paid to do this or... I'm um, not sure. I don't. But, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. So there's Jim Rome, pimp in the box. Now the pimp on the X. No. All right. We'll I did him. see on uh, speaking of uh, X, because hmm? that's where Tucker Carlson lives now. Is on the X. Oh, is it? Okay, right? I didn't know that. He's on X and he's got his own website. He uh, he's touting that he's in Russia. Oh, and he's going to interview Putin. So well. it's Putin and Tucker Carlson. Oh, boy. And apparently Jim Rome all together on the X. <laughs> Lots of good stuff on Bang Twitter the monkey Putin. <laughs> My, that, I didn't see that turn coming. But you know what? If Jim Rome is, is suddenly doing like Russian correspondence, I'll be shocked. Buckeye basketball coverage. Buckeyes and Hoosiers coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow for Wild Card Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's some slow traffic causing about a 10-minute delay on westbound 670 between 5th Avenue and Neal Avenue. And traffic is stop and go on southbound 71 on the north side between East Broad Street and I-70. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard. Their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at Invisible fence.com i'm nicole for 97.1 the fan traffic it's a fan action update this action update is brought to you by espn bet gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER if you haven't paid attention yet to the pga tour something crazy is going on the last five winners have all been long shots Wyndham clark was the winner at 100 to 1 last week to start the week at pebble beach yes espn bet paid those fortunate enough to have him despite only 54 holes played Scotty Scheffler is your favorite at the WM Phoenix Open. For your ESPN Vet Action Update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus.